Oh my god. Have a penis either. Oh god. How do you watch? Oh god. Oh god. Welcome to the Master Movie Podcast, everybody. Um we're starting off hot. Uh Peter's back. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm really bummed that I couldn't uh join you three on the epic adventure of fantastic beasts i'm i'm really really ashamed it's okay it like that big of a journey oh man oh man i got i i have more thoughts now after seeing sorcerer's Stone. spill them dude spill them spill no them not now the- we have oh, yeah, there's, no, yeah, yeah. there's news yeah, we'll, all we'll, over me spill it all over me come on <laughs> i did i did tell peter my freak out from last week so he's got up Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've se- I've seen both the movies, so like I-, I know the you know the complete agony of watching them. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Flash is pretty beautiful. Flash is. But now the ha- well, our hands are in Chris's because this is all new territory for Chris and Billy. Ah, uh, hey, six feet, man, six feet. Ah. Exactly yeah. the amount of length I'll be buried in a- in about a week. Anyway, um, I thought it was twelve feet. Hey Chris, did they change it? Start. Wait, 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 wait. Did Zach, they... no, no. You already did that before we were recording. That was your one bullet. You <laughs> swallow that right I now. Once per recording, dude. Come on. No, you were not it's recording. You wasted it. It's my. You can't steal my thing. What? What? Peter. What Peter. Peter. Thing? Peter. Hold on. Hold on. Peter. Zach's yeah. real name is Peter. True. Fucking kill you. <laughs> Peter. First of all, <laughs> it is your thing. What? It is your thing. It is your joke, which is why I don't do it. And second of all, Zach's thing is to take things. So <laughs> that would be the yeah. 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 So <laughs> career con I'm, man, Zach. I'm, I'm just kidding. But that's uh, um, we haven't, we haven't had that in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would he say? What would he say? That's the Jew. He said that's the Jew in me. <laughs> he said, he oh. said that, not me. He, he said, said that. that. He words, said that. Your words, Zach. Your words. One of my fa- one of my favorite stories about Can't my roommate. Can't be anti-Semitic. I'm already Semitic. Well, my what my one of my favorite stories about my roommate Shay is that he and my brother work in restaurants, and Shay one night was working with Brian, my brother, and he was working the bar uh, where there was food, and there was people there, and then all of a sudden he just pulls out a drink and he starts drinking. My brother's like, Shay, you can't do that on, on when you're working, and Shay's like, why? Cause I'm black, and Brian's like, "No, cause you're working." And the guy's like, "All right, all right, all right, all right." Wait, was it a drink it's or was it, was it a banana? It was a banana. That's right. Yes, it's a banana, it dude. Was I remember that. <laughs> it's a banana. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat a banana on duty. 
Honestly, it's it's way more funny if it's a banana than him drinking because that's like a legit problem if someone's drinking on the job. Unless their job oh, is, pet, you know, taste test, you know, that's something. But I just I just told it all. Now you know <laughs> why I didn't want to be a lead at the theater because they would have me work behind the bar, which I didn't want to do. And I would eventually be so depressed and I would have a, a, a few shots on the job. I don't want to talk. To Whoa. So wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to go into the depths of that well. That is funny. But also, yeah. I <laughs> uh, we I've, talked about I've, that before. And that's I've also lived, like the Chris, whole I've thing. lived that. I've lived it for almost, no, over a year. So I, I think Tron I, lived that a couple of years, too. He, no, but Tron Tron wasn't a manager. Like, when I was put on manager stuff, I was the only one. Oh, you were one. a manager for a minute? There was, there was no, not for a minute. It was, like, maybe at least two minutes. I'll, <laughs> uh, and yeah you know they they just they schedule me in the morning and so it's just me no bartender and then usually one maybe two other people on the floor um and then especially with shipment days i had to do shipment put it away log it in uh and then also manage and answer phones and also bartend so Damn. i hated it uh, yeah they turned him they they what was that? Was was John still around at the end? Um, which John? I remember the, I when around the time that I left, or maybe it was just before. There was a John who still lived in his van. Oh, John Shelley. Yeah, and it, no, he, yeah. he was gone, long gone since. Mm. He was the bartending guy for a long time. Yeah, he was, yeah. and then yeah. No, I I be I became the theater bitch. <laughs> Anyway, I feel I've like been the bitch of many feel, jobs. Yeah, I, I feel bad that they did that to you, but that's kind of half the reason why I got out was I didn't. I also didn't want to be there, but that's a whole nother story. No, it's a job that it was a business. Imagine it was a business that took this like Moeller family and they bought theaters and then they were like, oh, well, we're going to take this thing that people love movies. And then we're just well, going to find all the bitches like Matt and we're just going to drain them. <laughs> Drain them, and I'd say bitches Matt, because that's how you. they view it. Matt, lo- Matt's a very sweet guy that loves film and would be an amazing guy to just be at a theater and talk with. Fil- like uh, that's the whole point of people like Matt. You're passionate. Like people love books. Work in a fucking bookstore. Work in a library. That's the whole point. Their business takes people like that and it drills them to the ground by adding a bar and a restaurant and the hours on top of the hours. And then they just look at you and they're like, "Can you do this?" And you're like, "I guess," because I- then the the conversation over the door slammed and next thing you know you're working 12 hours yeah man that that place literally took my soul for quite quite some time i was yeah it was bad did you see that video on the lighthouse that i sent you no dang it i forgot that's all that video is it says that it says that the movie the lighthouse is all about how work drains you and that's all that old is doing he's just like that all he has is this power that he has over him so he just keeps drilling it over him and the young guy's like dude everything we everything we went through at that job is that movie it was insane that's why i was like peter needs to watch this there's a point where the oh guy God. making the video just like Bobby. puts it oh, dude. <laughs> Oh it's God. perfect, dude. I was like, "Oh, Peter needs to see this because, like, I, if you have, I, been you have my word, job, I'll watch it. I'll watch it after after this. Or if you have time, if you want to talk about Wandavision, I can dip out and I can watch that and come back. Up to you guys, yeah, dude. Actually, yeah, we could talk about Wandavision yeah. for a while, and that video is like forty five minutes. 
Yeah. So I mean, wh whatever whatever floats your guys' goats. What? But that is that okay. is what that video is, and that's what we all went through. And then like, yeah, that's what I I snapped there. I snapped there for that very reason. <laughs> yeah. Talking shop here on the Maestro. Talking talk shop. Talk shop. Let's, let's but, let's talk about yeah. some news. All right, news. There's oh, none. No, what? <laughs> no, Chris, I thought... Has that guy still not responded to the whole, you know, cannibalism thing? No, there's been no clarity. What? None. He has left all... He's leaving He's leaving projects now. What? He is. You know, I got to be honest. It's not looking good for him. Oh... Oh my god. I'm okay, it's one thing I, if I'm not mistaken, I think his wife or his, his wife's leaving projects too. I'm confused what's going on. Is, is the army is... hammer cannibalism thing? What? We're being gossipy you... bitches, but it is it is something to be gossipy about. Wait. I'm confused. <laughs> army hammer Okay. Had some or, or had some of his DMs leak. Supposedly his DMs, or these have been doctored, that paint him as because these are his words that he is a uh, cannibal. That, or that he is a like guy who like his kink is to role play as a cannibal. But no, he's like in the text, he's like, no, I want to be a cannibal. I want to drink your blood. I want to say I'm so into it. And then like, but it also it dives into him abusing women possibly and having like. A dominance level that is past to like a submissive master relationship where things are like okay and everyone's on the same level. Like there are people out there that are like he pushed things to a boundary that I didn't like and psychologically and I had to leave them. So there's a there's a level here of possible victims that we I don't know yet. Like there are people that have come out against him, but like everyone else is like this is just so fucking weird in the first place. We don't know, and he says yeah. no. But he's also cool. leaving projects and stuff. It's like, yeah. This whole, this whole thing got, like, different when actual victims are into the thing. But the fact that there's no clarity to it is the crazy thing. Because, like, no one can really specify it unless we believe the victims. And honestly, I haven't really done the research because, like, yeah, it's all I, so muddy. It, okay. is, it is really muddy. I have one thing to add, if, if I may. All right. Okay. I just want, I just want to meet you. Uh it could be it could be like a Johnny Depp scenario where like he's not completely in the right, but it could be one of those things where people are kicking Johnny Depp out of everything when in reality that's he's not the one really doing anything kind of kind of situation. I don't know. I have again like Alex, I haven't looked into any place you know where places are telling you to quit they're not firing you they're like you should resign you should leave you should it could be one well, of those things they just don't want his name under their under their title so he's just obligated to fucking leave even though nothing's been proven true or false it's mostly because of his kids he's like i have kids but then it's like <laughs> <laughs> but like it's i don't know it's sort of like quentin tarantino and his feet but on a whole another level he likes feet Someone came out after having sex with him one night, and they're like, "He loves feet," and he's like, "Okay, yeah, I like feet. What do you want?" And they were, and he's like, "It's just my thing. Like, not, I wasn't harming anyone. Like, I just she was in on it. It was whatever." This I we don't know yet. I, it's so muddied and like, uh, yeah, I just he I don't says, know what it, what it is for him. He says it's BS. Um, that okay? So 
he left. Gen- uh, whose who's na- who's name was on this? Um, the DMs uh, don't sound. Yeah, like I know it. the DMs, but like, the DMs uh, I think it was. Don't a, sound like I think it was the um, Jennifer Lopez movie, Shotgun Wedding. Like he left that because yeah. he was receiving quote vicious and spurious online attacks, and that he had to quote leave his. He did not want to quote leave his kids for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, smart move. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, at the end of the day, it's sort of like, will this haunt him like the Richard Gear gerbil thing? But I don't think so, because there are victims, and no one's... Everyone's sort of, like, letting this pass, and it's yeah. like, I don't know. And the only reason we're talking about it is because news was dead one day, we went on Twitter, and literally it was right there on Twitter, and everyone was talking about it. So, like, <laughs> we just have to catch the wave of it, but at the end of the day, it's like the fact and everyone's sort of waiting for this to come is exactly like why victimhood is so weird. But the DMs don't, they don't seem like a person. They don't, they seem like a, a like, yeah, I guess a weirdo wrote them. So it doesn't seem Well, maybe well, he is a weirdo. And if you're a Di- cannibal, like, you're not going to admit that. All Disney has to do is, uh, <laughs> I'm, an idiot. I'm so happy to admit this. That's what he says. The fucking, I'm admitting it. So weird to admit well, this. Like, why would you write that? All that Disney has to, <laughs> all that Disney has to do is uh, wipe away that uh, Lone Ranger remake. All that's I all they gotta do. It's so easy. I stand by those forty minutes, man. Though I, the bad guy is a cannibal. I'm just saying those last forty minutes are really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, so, Chris. so, so, Alex, uh, we we finally have a release date for. The next Keanu Reeves movie. Yes. Oh, SpongeBob, right. SpongeBob, where he plays a speech named Sage. Yeah, dude. That, yeah, Alex, remember when I showed you that picture? It was like my background on, on the, my computer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Peter, since you're here, I'd love to, I'd love for you to just witness Sorry, something. sorry, I gotta so go. Chris, so, Zach, Zach, I'm gonna ask you something. I wanna see if you still stand by this. Uh, what do you think is the flagship for Nickelodeon? The flagship show character for Nickelodeon. Oh my God! Why? Because I want to know. God, I. He didn't think he didn't think SpongeBob was the was the flagship, and I was like, no, dude, the guy's still going on for twenty years I, past that date. I would argue it's the Avatar. It's gonna humiliate him again. I mean, I still think it's the the Avatar Last Airbender franchise, but. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, hold on. Okay, cool. Avatar's done, right? Yeah. Yeah, ru- cool. Like they stopped releasing episodes at some point. Yeah, it's so of so all of the continuing shows. SpongeBob is done, by the way. No, they're making movies. Well, they're, they're making, making movies they're making, now. They made a movie that was supposed to be out two years ago. Right? Oh no, 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 no! They made more than they made more than one movie. They made three movies. I know. Okay. So we're gonna, so, so, you're going to so count the one with Hasselhoff. Yeah, the first one. There's SpongeBob and there's SpongeBob, Sponge Out of Water, and then there's this new one. I'm not trying to power bottom Zach. I was just trying to have fun. But, like, I will. Um, I do have an earnest question. Have, do they still make specials for SpongeBob on the no. channel? No, the show's done. No. So it's just the movie. I w- the only reason I say flagship is because, like, he's still. When people think him, that's who it is. And, like, it used to be Rugrats, but, like, nah, it's fucking him now forever. This goofy little sponge. But 
I was going to ask. I know he's playing Sage. Does anybody know anything else about this it, no, movie? It was no. supposed to come out two years ago, but it got delayed multiple times due to COVID-19. The, fir- the first one with Keanu came out two years ago. What no, are you talking this about? This is the same one, dude. It never got released in the U.S. <laughs> oh, so it got released in other countries. Yeah, it got released in Canada and worldwide on Netflix two years ago. And then oh, and it got God. delayed indefinitely for one reason, COVID-19. Because <laughs> it was supposed to come out November last year, and now it's... Uh, you said it was supposed to come out two years ago. Why well, did it get delayed two years ago? So it came out originally, like... It's still January! Sorry, it looking at my came, calendar. It came out originally in Canada in August of last year. So not two years. Well, the the actors had also shot this movie like two years and like it was supposed to release. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's an animated movie. I know it was shot and animated for release in February 2019. Then it got pushed back to August because who knows what. Then it got delayed a year to July, and then it was moved four more times due to COVID nineteen. Can, can I ask like, you this? I ask you this, Zach. Do you know what the next Warner Brothers one for him is? Is it Matrix? I believe so. <gasps> yes. Wonder that the, yeah, John, like the... that or it's John Wick 3. I just don't... Or John Wick 4. No, John Wick 4 both? is either April or May. Are they know. both Warner Brothers? Uh, no. No. I think uh, John Wick's legendary. Ma- Matrix, gotcha. 4, Matrix 4 is his next movie. Well, I am excited to Zach, and I'm sorry for trying to humiliate you. That was me. It's okay. <laughs> I, was being, I was being a, dr- a Malfoy about it. I was being I was being Harry Potter's dad about it. Dude, I don't care. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about this. Sage. You're gonna love what I have to say. He's a interesting. Who gives a fuck? I do. We're diving to Harry Potter for weeks, thanks to you, and I'm very excited about it. Dude, all right. I'm all about this. Mm-hmm. What's next on the news? I don't think uh, there's anything I have. Alex lost his penis. Yeah, Alex lost his penis. For the first time, guys, it felt so grody and now it feels so good. It smells great. Alex, is that the base? Time, it's at the base. Alex, is at the base of your tree? You better pick that up before a kid finds it. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh no. There goes a squirrel. Oh, I got it. Damn it. Yeah, that squirrel's you gonna have a little. They're oddly the same size. <laughs> oh, I, I honestly, guys, I didn't want to say it, but I actually broke off some branches and I carved my own penises, and they've been great. <laughs> they've got their own characters, little smiley faces. I'm just gonna go back to doing that. I just sell them on Etsy. <laughs> why does my mind? Thing. Why does my mind go to that fake like creature from Fantastic Beasts? What the hell? Oh man. The, wait, the cat one? No, the the thing that Newt keeps on him at all times. Oh, oh the little thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Groot. Yeah, that it's Groot. I am Groot. I am what? I am dead. Ooh. Nah, he'd be cool because it'd never be used. <laughs> he'd be like, I, I'm fine. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So, okay. So all, all we have left, I believe. We're not that kind of show. We're not that kind. We're of not show. that kind of. Show. <laughs> all right, guys. We're not, we're not that kind of show. Uh, let's talk about Wandavision a little bit. 
All right, Peter, if you have to watch anything, now's the time to dip. Yeah, I gotta I gotta take care of some business. Um it involves a lot of fish oil. Gotta go. Okay. He's gonna kill a lot of people named We'll try to, we'll try to stretch it as much as we can. That's what she said. Bye. <laughs> uh so this is like a forty five minute video. We're not gonna have hit forty five minutes of this, but like you know, let's take our time. So, yeah. so, so, Chris, mm. you, <laughs> you, you saw WandaVision for the first time over this. I caught up. No, no, no. I caught up. I caught, caught up. up. All right. Yeah. Okay. I was. So, I, so, I had to stop at episode two. And then so, now I'm back. So, Chris, how do you. So, before we get really in the nitty gritty about episode four, let's. You were very hesitant after seeing the first two episodes, right? No, I was like the first two episodes. I'm like, this better not. They better not. Okay. Know this. I'm not. I'm not in the mood. This okay, is, that's all. I, so, that's so all. How I do you feel about this show after seeing episode three and four? Okay, so like, our message is really. My messages afterwards should have been very clear. By the way, don't drop messages at two in the morning. I had just watched it. Yeah, That's me and Alex are good. asleep. Well, okay, too bad. Like me and Alex are asleep, and Alex, what are you doing there? Alex, what are you doing? Um, my headphones are being weird. Oh. oh, okay. Okay. So me and Alex are like sleeping. I like. I was like, I'm trying to fall. I'm like, I'm trying to like sleep. I'm lightly like out, and then like. You messaged me. I was like, oh my gosh, WandaVision, 3, WandaVision 4. I'm like, mute this conversation. I chucked my phone across the room. I'm like, no. I don't want, like, not right now. So don't message us at 2 in the morning because I wouldn't do the same to you. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I think that's better. I think he's used to doing that with me. Um, Zach, so yeah, I would do that with me, not Chris. <laughs> anyway. Gotcha. What I'm saying. So anyway, like well, that's that was only meant totally to be fair. one message, by the way, and then no, you didn't. It was like three. Okay, well, that was all it was meant, <laughs> and anyway. then it turned into what it turned into. So now, okay, so I saw three before four came out, and I was like, okay, so I was like, okay, at three. Oh man, I gotta remember when I saw three because like. Before I mean, four, four, but like when I saw three, I barely remember three. Okay, so like she's pregnant. I was like, okay, so now we're in the seventies, and don't yeah, like um, anyway. So I was like, okay, it's just more. Of this, but now it's a little more interesting. This Afro lady, maybe now there there may be more to this than we think. Like someone, like someone, like these some the na- the immediate like neighbors know something. Yes. Um, I was like, okay, so then this is just like um episode. This is like um. So okay, some like there's some string pulling, and then episode four happens, and I'm just like, Bruh. "Oh my god!" Like, 
there it is right there yeah, i'm like yeah. okay so i'm like walking through, so like oh man i said i should have kept my mouth shut during the message because i said it all there because like Man, they, I, when, okay, we're about to spoil it. So spoilers, everybody. Spoilers. Um, I haven't done that in a while. I just realized. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. So, like, when Monica comes up, when Monica Rambeau. Beep. The next Captain Marnacle, Captain Marvel. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to, I'm having a stroke. Um... The next Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, no association to John Rambeau, um, felt like I had to make that clear. It'd be funny if it was, but no. Um, <laughs> it was spelled differently. It specifically made that. She take like she gets up after being ejected from the from this massive energy field and this alternate Fuck reality. That. She takes. She gets. She ta- no, 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 no. She takes she the goes next. Walls, dude. She should be dead. Yeah. Like. No, she get no. That's the Rambo nature. If she was related in Rambo, that makes perfect sense. So as soon as she gets up, she takes a she takes the nearest assault rifle and lights up the entire camp and is just like, find a way to figure this out. After you just destroyed Spelled all the equipment that would have helped them figure this out. Spelled differently. She does not rip throats out. <laughs> I can't wait to teach you that. We have got. We, oh man, I can't wait to watch Rambo Five. I can't wait for us to watch Rambo Five. Um, <laughs> he rips out much more than out of the road, let me tell you. Anyway, so anyway, like, she, she's like, it's Wanda, it's all Wanda, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, okay, so, context. So, um, I don't know if you guys saw movies with Mikey's video on Thanos, when, before yes. Endgame came out. Yeah. So, like, and that was, like, Mike, I see what you're coming from here. Even the comments of people saying, people who have been through the kind of abuse that you're describing are kind of finding it a little, like, what you're saying, a bit of a stretch. But, like, or a place of small misunderstanding. Um, but, like, but that kind of, like, lingered in my head. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, I can see that there. Like, that's there. But like, I don't think it's like that's just one. I just think that's a that's a odd interpretation of it. Um, so I was thinking about it's like, yeah, that could have been done a, with a little more finesse. But like, yeah, here on the other hand, you got like you guys are gonna have to talk me off this cliff because I it's like here's the thing, I'm a, I'm self aware. Okay. I'm gonna say like. I never did that. So no 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 no. So okay okay first of all, Zach's being careful with you in the first place. Like I do love that you sound like you're actually literally on an edge. I'm being very careful here. I'm not being normal me here. No 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 no. Zach Zach and I know things, so that's why we're being careful. But like you also, the approach you're coming from is very interesting to me. Yeah. Anyway. I said it in the messages. I'm saying it right here. I really do not want there to be a third-party villain. Like, say Wanda's like, 
Um, like she's lived in like she okay, she's lived in New Jersey for like a while now or something, you know. Like Has she, she just goes like no no no, I'm theorizing. Like I'm just okay. making this up. Like she's lived in like New Jersey, and they and their neighbors know, and maybe her neighbors know that she's a very weird person, or they just know she's Scarlet Witch. Um, so then she has like um a bad, and she has like a bad night or like or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reaching here, but like I like the idea that. She start that she caused this, like, okay. of her own volition. Like, it's obvious she's self-aware. Like, she knows what she knows what's going on here. This isn't real. Yes. Um, and like, and it all makes sense that this would happen. Like, the comics say she dabbles in like dimensional nonsense, and. Um, like, um, like, uh, like, a Maria Hill said in Age of Ultron, uh, he's fast and she's weird. Sounds, sounds about right. Um, and, um, so, and plus her, and plus her power, she came from a background of experimentation, whereas she got her powers out of the Mind Stone from Strucker. So, 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 hold on, Bruce. Before you go no, too no, far. No, 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 Let me go but, yeah, let far. Yeah, let, let me go far. Okay. Let me go far. Uh, okay. I, I know, Zach. I know. Because if I don't go far, I'm not going to be able to come back. If you stop me here, I won't be able to remember what okay. strain I'm okay. on. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. like platform like <laughs> nine and three quarter, okay? okay. I can't figure this out. Okay. Okay. I got to figure, I got to ask the nearest person. I got to go to my neighbors and say, yeah. hey, what the I hell just, was I talking about? I'm going to pause you for one second, Chris, and I'm just going to give Zach contact for one second. Zach, this is like him watching Lost for the first time. He's This is a whole, like, a good mystery, a really solid yeah. mystery for him in a world he genuinely loves, and it's it's befuddled him. Got it. <laughs> so. Now, I, so like, yeah, I, I really like the idea that she started this on her own. Like, this is on her own volition. And it makes sense that it does. Like, she was, ex like, her parents died because of, like, you know, tragic bombing. Um, then she grows up with a brother. And then she gets thrown into this whole Mind Stone nonsense. And then now she has powers from the Mind Stone. And then Ultron, like, manipulates her for her own means and her brother and then Ultron kills her brother and then like um after that the Avengers split because she like threw a bomb into a building um and then after that she fails to protect and sacrifice Vision so she gets to watch him die twice um <laughs> and then she loses five years of her life then has to find meaning after that and we all know how hard that is to overcome trauma like like to like we understand how hard it may be to uh, to overcome trauma like that so of course it makes perfect sense to me at least that she that this would happen to her like that she could do this and it makes perfect sense and the fact that she is self-aware and knows this is happening and doesn't 
wanted to stop, evidenced by her throwing Monica Rambeau through several walls over several miles, is a, like, real prime villain right there that I dare say has the potential to be better than the hallowed Thanos. Okay, because okay, all that's so... right there. No, the, 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 come on. No, no, no. no. I mean, <laughs> talk to Zach okay. about me trying to figure this out. Like, I now, really I... hope it's not. Like, I, I know that they. Okay, so the neighbors know something is up. They are somehow involved in all this. So of course, there's probably a third party villain here. There's probably somebody okay, so... behind the scenes who probably started all this. Also, because we don't know that we don't know how this we don't know exactly how this started. So, I, I, what I'm saying I'll, is, like, man, I really don't want there to be a third party villain, but I know, but like, there probably is one. Well, but, you, and that to me, it. that's sad. That's just that's sad. I'm, I'm, well, I, I'll be disappointed for her as a character. I I would say a few things to that, Zach. I do know that you want to. Tell him facts that we know. Yes, there are things that we know that answers. Well, I, I wasn't referring strictly to to WandaVision. I was going to say, are we sure that she actually got her powers from the Mind Stone or that the Mind Stone unlocked powers she already had? That is, these are, okay, so. That, that, that is. Well, how the hell does that work? Well, no, see, that's the thing. That, that's not pertinent to the question that he's asking. So yeah. I think that's a very great question. I do want to get into that. But, uh, uh. What you're talking about, um, I want to do two things. A, you are right, Chris. That is something that they have to do. And it may make you sad, but also it makes me think comics have been here for decades. The storytelling devices that they use have been here for decades. I'm hoping that there's a reason that they could – that person being there is more than just status quo, good guy, bad guy stuff. Like, though, I just – but I think you make an aggressively great argument, which is villains are underdeveloped in the in the MCU, and they come around movies at a time, except for a handful. Uh, Thanos, the Killmongers, ones that we they say Loki. empathize with because their idea Loki. Well, Loki is a just fucking charming dude. You you absolutely <laughs> feel for a guy who grew up um, lied to all of his life. Yeah. Absolutely. You immediately empathize with that person, but also, like, Loki and Hiddleston are just charming as fuck. But um, what we're talking about is building a villain from the ground up. So we have these interesting villains that have ideas that we empathize with, and then there are the villains behind them. But what you're saying, Chris, and I actually do really enjoy and something that comics have been doing for a while, which is that they build villains from the ground up. We get to watch a person go from good to bad to becoming a villain. In other words, the Anakin Skywalker journey. You watch somebody turn bad, regardless of what they were before. That is the great point of storytelling. We're going to get into people like that in Harry Potter that I really want to talk about right now. But uh, in terms of Wanda, would I feel absolutely heartbroken if Vision stays dead? And they do something awful like those babies are not real and they take them away from her. Um, would that make her snap more and lead her down a path of irreversible pain 
and decisions that would make her a villain. Yes, that's what abuse does. Abuse is cyclical, and it makes you, sadly, what people become. I, there's a, I don't remember what movie it was, but it, it, somebody looks at somebody else and they're like, you're not who... You're not who they say you are. You're not what they make you. And it's it was a story about abuse. And it was like, you're not, it's not your fault kind of a thing. If Will didn't have, if, if Will didn't have a Robin Williams in his life, he would have continued to self-destruct. He maybe would have had a status quo with his friends, but maybe eventually he would have gone to prison for like really unchecking his anger, murdering a man. You know, abuse is cyclical. That is all that Twin Peaks is. If I was going to spoil it for Zach, whether he continues to go for it or not, that's all Twin Peaks is, especially the return, which is that abuse is cyclical. You cannot stop it. It's just, it's an evil that once it's out there, it does something. And unless you can truly try to spend the time with somebody to cure it and change them, which I have seen in real life. I've seen someone go through abuse and then in turn use empathy on their abuser and then save their relationship and are now better for it. It is possible. People can change. I've seen it. But in storytelling and in real life, a lot of people don't get help, and abuse does take them down that path. To see Wanda go from being an experiment and, you know, her family's murdered in front of her life, to have that, like, moment with her brother and then have her brother ripped away. In war, like, this is war. Like, take the, take the old John personal nature out of it. It was fucking war. Her choices killed millions, killed thousands, you know. She's got a lot on her shoulders. I wouldn't be surprised if, yes, they are building the box of Wanda truly becoming someone who can't go back to who she could have been. And Wanda, and Vision may see it. We may, as an audience, see her as the capability of being a good mom and a good wife and someone who could have helped the world. But, like, yeah, they just abused a nuclear bomb, so of course it wants to go off. So like, I like your argument. I like your argument. I don't want like, it to be the case, but it is good building blocks for a villain that we care about from the ground up. It's good storytelling. I like that argument. Like you made the case, I think a few weeks ago of like, um, it was um like they saw this output because they had to stick to this, um, like this plan. This twenty-three movie plan, and everybody's complaining about the same thing. It's all it's every it's all the same story. And now they have the chance to do something different. And everybody like they took all that feedback and are just like, okay, here's something different. Okay. So it's so why couldn't so if there is which there most likely is, a third party villain behind this, like in this in the scenario that I wanna paint here is like they went as far as to make this show the way it is, to make it weird, to like make it different, to make it a different kind of story than the one in the Marvel's movies that we have been accustomed to um, seeing for 10 years. Like, and everybody complains about how it's the same story and it's told the same way with the same color palette and the villains are all boring and uninteresting. And like, can I, can okay, I, can I, I can. I see. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, um, can't they go one step further? They've gone through the trouble of making this the way it is. 
and applying that applying of these that much more that much feedback into this what's to stop them like what's keeping them from taking this looks different oh we should tack we should like address this than oh like we can't have wanda be the villain like she's supposed to be the heroes like okay if you're gonna do this much if you're gonna tell this story in this supremely different way why not take it one step more further and actually like address one more problem that this like cinematic universe has had and that it's weak villains you have the villain here potentially the hot ticket right here and you could make something of this can they go one step further just take that well, you, last you, step you've you know? got it right you've got it right the story is not done we don't know yet can right. they push that level but i will i will say this what you're talking about is is very close to what we were talking about before with music, which is why I respect the Beatles. It's why I respect the MCU. It is a fine line, pop music. And the Beatles are the most respected because they went from, I want to hold your hand, to fucking Abbey Road in 10 years, bro. Abbey Road is a weird-ass, brilliant masterpiece, and they got there in 10 fucking years. They defined how you can make pop weird. In 10 years, and we continue on. Ram is one of Peter's favorite records from Paul McCartney, and it is basically an independent album on its own. It pushes things that you would hear to this day. It is a fine line to make something that is so popular and yet so weird. The most popular fucking movie of all time is Endgame. Honest to God, like honest, just think about that, Chris. Like it yeah. used to be Titanic. It used to be a very simple story about a guy, a guy and a girl. They love used each other. Used to be Avatar. Used to be Avatar, which is basically the same. You know, Ferngully dance, all shit we knew. This stuff has been boiling under the surface for for some time. It is weird as fuck, but it is also good guys versus bad guys. Definition of what of of. Um, good guys and bad guys. They make it very clear. You can muddy the waters, but when Thanos stands at the very end and he's like, no, I get it now. I need to kill all of you, and I need to wipe the universe clean and make it in my image. Like, that, he's gone now. There's no... He is straight away 110% a villain. He's not the man smiling at the end of the planet who succeeds, and you kind of feel for him. He's gone. This guy's done. There needs to be a fine line between good and bad. For people like you, Chris, this episode was for people like you. You may love this episode for the answers it gave you. For me, I was like, I found this kind of redundant. It kind of makes me, I've, these were all things that we do in the, in the press material. Now, yes, you didn't follow that stuff, but we do. The nerds do. Why did you waste a half an hour and an extra week of our time? Why did you make critics do that? Sure, you gave those three characters and those three actors in particular time to do that, but then it makes me wonder why these aren't hour long in the first place. Why is Disney milking us for this week by week? These are all things that I'm looking at from a completely different perspective. So I, this is a fine line to walk to make things that are both incredibly weird and different and popular. And again, they spent years making end games so they are ahead of the game on all of us kevin feige is a very smart man and he knows what he's doing and i'm not saying that like 
none of this is predictable. We all saw some of these things, but the twists and turns and how they do it with so many people getting in that room at the end of that movie is fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. They're ahead of the game on us, and they were ahead of the game five movies ago. So I trust that we're in good hands. And it's not like they aren't going to have problems. They go on YouTube, and you're going to find a, a million critiques that are as smart as a wit the moment an episode comes out. I, I don't know whether there necessarily needs to be a Mephesto or not, but it seems like Wanda is applied to so many other things Alex, in the future. Movies, shows. Bro, why, Alex? Regardless, why regardless. You... That, see, Zach, don't make a big deal out of it. Okay, so yes. Alex. there's some, but, but okay, let me, let me put it this way. Chris, there's a guy that people know that are rumored that might be the same. We've said that before. He has a name. Don't look into him yet. I don't even know that much about him. The fact of the matter is, there's I a name. I have not heard applies. a single peep of theorizing from the from YouTubers or anything like that. I haven't heard anything. But this is the elemental feature, which is there's usually a third party bad guy to stuff like this. But I would say, look in the text of the show, which is if I take all of that out of the matter, what does the show apply? Which is that Agnes is different. Agnes seems to know what's going on, and she's very interested in what Wanda's doing, and everyone's talking about kids. There are no kids in that fucking show. For the children, there's not a lick of a fu- – there's no school. No kids are bouncing or playing kids. Like, there's no one's kicking a can down the street. Where are the fucking kids? They want something from her, and it's obvious. I don't know who they are, but Agnes is probably in on that shit. We've never seen Ralph. This is all in the text of the show. So I do think that there is a third party that is either, let's say Wanda does in fact go to a town and say, fuck it, I'm just making my own shit, and I need to funnel off these people to do it, fuck it, I'm doing it. Screw other people, I have this power to give my husband life again, let's do this. And then this bad person in the background is going to take this opportunity to do whatever they want, and then manipulate it for their own means and purposes. Um... That is probably uh, what I'm seeing so far, and it leaves a lot of room open for the possibility of Wanda saying, I don't care what this other – because, like, S.W.O.R.D. can give a crap about this third-party bad guy, but whatever Wanda's going through, that may never stop, and that may evolve to her being a bad guy. So that's kind of what I'm hoping S.W.O.R.D. is there to bother with whatever this third-party bad guy, whereas Wanda continues to metaphorically go through whatever trauma she's going through. I – I also agree with Alex considerably with that, but I, I agree with it in the sense that that's also like a classic, like very dark Faustian villain role where there's a person who has to make a really hard choice. You know, in this, in this case, the example Alex gave is rewrite reality and bring vision back, but there's always a cost to that. So, so a good example, I'll use a great example of this actually. Truthfully, this is a wonderful example I like to use, and it's from my favorite game ever, Magic the Gathering. Um, at the end of their gothic horror storyline, one of the characters had to make a hard choice between destroying a prison that housed the world. It, it, it's Pandora's box, It really. It, it, you kind of look at it as Pandora's box, where houses the world's worst villains, most terrible, awful evil of all time, but it also houses... The, the greatest good of all time and this good could theoretically fight off all these monsters and at the end of the day the hard choice is save all my men's lives or blow this up and and take my chance and sh- this person chooses to take the chance 
Okay. So, like, also, I do want to say, like, I'm not saying, like, she deliberately went to New Jersey to do this. But she did. I, I, I don't know what her intention True. was. Like, True. I, there's, no, there's no answer to that, which is why I'm like, that is what's interesting to me. Because she, in the first episode, she seems like, why are we here? But also there seems to be a very clear, like, whenever someone's trying to remind her of the real world, she's like, stop. No, get the fuck out. So, like, I feel, I, the question, I guess, is, is she capable, does she know what her powers are capable of? Is she doing this willingly? Is this a new power to her? Is it getting stronger? And the more that she explores it, the more interested she is by the results she gets. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, we don't know how she, how she started this. But she is, yeah. it's certainly funneling from her energy, like a, nu- like a nuclear power plant that's gone off the radar, like a China, like a Chinese syndrome or a Chernobyl. Like, once that, once that thing was done, it was just, we need to get people out. Like, it's, it's leaking and we need to stop it, sure, but mostly we need to get people out and then we need to control it and contain it. I'm, I'm considering her to be like the elephant's foot. And Chernobyl, like it's just growing and it doesn't understand its power as it destroys everything around it. So the more she explodes, I don't think she knows of the results she's doing. But then again, you're you are correct. The violent nature in which she flung her out of that house. Yeah. It's, That's a villain. Scared like, her. It's vision is scared of her. Vision is very scared of her. I mean, yeah, and I mean, uh not not to spoil too much, but if you even look at like the promo stuff for next week. I have not. Eighty. I'm not going to spoil much, but is you guys are kind of on the right path of what you're thinking, though. I'll say that. From what I. Oh man, you're just making a really good argument for me, Chris. Which is that yeah. it, it doesn't matter if someone's a villain if you tell a good story and it makes sense. Then I don't mind. Then at the end of the day, years later, I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Yeah. You put all the building blocks there. I just didn't want to accept it. Yeah. It's a good mystery. I really do enjoy it, but it's a good mystery inherent on what is Wanda going through and will the trauma change her? Very Anakin. No. So, like, and who knows? Like, maybe, like, this third-party villain, like, um initiated this like somehow caused this to happen and then and then like used somehow used wanda to cause this to happen and then um because she comes out of it and then my thing is like what is going to happen to her when she comes out of this she just turned an entire town into an into another reality. You think they're just gonna let her walk around the streets? You think they're just gonna let her out into society? No, this ends bad for her. Like unless she runs they, away. Well, but I have they have built those. That's very that's a very good point. They have led those. They built that already. That's what civil war is. She accidentally kills someone, and then even Vision and Stark are like, we need to keep you in a building. We don't know what you're capable of. But she makes that argument that she's a human being and that she can define herself, but maybe she's maybe the the actions that happen with Vision have pushed her past that limit. I'm wondering if maybe this is a monkey paw situation. Maybe this is a Wonder Woman 84 thing where she where someone 
was like, I can help you make this real. I can help you if you do this. Vision will be real. Hell, maybe you can start a family. Like, I and then there's a bad there's a bad element to it. Maybe her making things real is what the thing wants. Again, I know the name of the thing, but I don't know the like what the they want or what they're capable of or what even their power. I don't know what their story is. I haven't looked it up. But I know that comic. I know comic book nerds know who it is because it's yeah, there is a storytelling. Absolutely, there's signs to it. They're they're pointing that way. But at the end of the day, this is the MCU. They do things differently. Like, what is their goal? What are they capable of? What do they want? That all interests me. But someone's. I think someone looked at Wanda and was like, either from afar was like this. This I'm going to take what this bitch can do, and she doesn't know what she can do. I'm going to push her. I'm going to help her realize that this can happen. You know, old lady with an apple snow white just walked up to her and was like, you know, if you did this, it could be all real. And, and, you know, I don't know, but um, okay. I don't know what this person is capable of. I don't know what this, it oh. does, I don't know if it's magic or if it's like whatever. So it's, Listen, I, 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 I think witches involved. I think, I think it literally, I think we're literally dealing with fucking witches. Anyway, so real quick. I want to call my shot. I want to. I want to call this. I want to. I want to make a bold. I want to make a bold. A bold prediction. Okay. Hamilton, go for it. Get your shot. Because of the impending show coming out, I what think Hawkeye is going to be the one to snap her out of it. Interesting. Is that next? Um, it's down the. They're shooting it. I know they're shooting it. I don't know how far along they are. I thought Falcon, I know they've been shooting it for a few months now. I think Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be its own thing. I think that's way. Though it would happen. be nice if old Steve Rogers came back and snapped her out of it. That would be actually kind of fun. They but, could um, old people. They could tie it in with Loki too. No, I'm hoping. Um, they, well, no, that's a thing. different. That's another reality. That's another timeline. Wow. I, I'm st- I want to think about the MCU in different levels. Like, there's space stuff. Guardians, I feel like Loki is space stuff now. And then the Captain America and Winter Soldier, that's grounded ar- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Army war stuff. You know? Like, the, you want battle stuff, war stuff, soldier stuff, there you go. You want your mysticism? That's Scarlet Witch. But Scarlet Witch is like out there i guess i guess wizards is more what um strange is about but like yeah like this is a whole nother ball game this is something else my dad my dad was like what okay why not dr strange i was like dr strange only applies here because there's mad because there may or may not be magic involved she has he has no personal relationship with wanda that we know of so, guys, and so I'm is- gonna say it's Hawkeye. I'm gonna say Jeremy uh, Renner comes in, snap at least snaps her out of it. What she does after that, would that. Be the best that so, would be the best. That would be great. I'm gonna tell you guys something. This is officially coming. No, 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 no! Don't, 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 don't. I know. You're, don't, I know. If you're don't, if, if don't I'm ruin the guessing, fun. Don't I'm ruin guessing, the fun. Well, first of all, Chris, I, th- I calm down. I think I know what you're gonna say, Zach, and I kind of if this is comic stuff. Keep no, no, no. Yourself. No, this is MCU stuff. This is MCU stuff. Oh, dear God. So, mm. 
we know for a fact as of July ni- July twentieth, twenty nineteen, that one where WandaVision ends the show is where Doctor Strange two begins, and we know that Wanda is in Doctor Strange two. Elizabeth Olsen is casting that movie in that role. Yeah. All right. Well, that is. Uh, and are we are we weeks? Isn't okay. So WandaVision is set weeks after Endgame. Yes. So people have been blipped for only weeks. No, yeah. people returned for weeks. Yes. Gotcha. All right. So weeks after Endgame. So. Endgame happens, people start returning, and Vision can't because he got his fucking skull ripped open. Yes. Right. And then Wanda returns, and then the entire world is changed. And people that she loves are... Yeah, okay. So, yeah. All right. Wanda snapped. Yeah. Wanda fucking snapped. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, shit's fucked, dude. Like, it's... This is gonna be crazy, dude. Like... Just yeah. don't have... Oh, God. So, like, I, I don't care don't. if there's a villain. Let's let Sword deal with them, though. Like, I would feel like whatever, if we if we are agreeing that Wanda is going down the path of the dark side, no one's yeah. going to stop her. And the only person who's really going to do it is Vision. Vision is obviously breaking out of this, and he's starting his own investigation. It showed it in the third episode when he actually is going on investigation. He just wasn't there to see the Monica stuff because he was legit wondering what the fuck is going on. So I think Vision is going to start to be... I think Vision is the person that's going to have to, like, Wolverine last stand her. He's going to have to, like, walk up and be like, are you going to make this decision or not? Neither we're going to get more Vision or not. But I think we're going to get more Vision. I think he's going to be around for a while. Um, I think he's going to be a part of Wanda, maybe just like this ghostly figure. I don't know. But I do think that, like, Sword and the third party... um, bad guy are like they should fight they should squabble like sword is there to look at someone who's going to take advantage of what's happening with wanda and stop them cool that's the comic world i love it but vision is there to stop wanda if he can i don't know if he can i think she's bad she go down a bad bath man chris you, you, you convinced me man. wanda's bad man she's bad he's certainly scared yeah. of that scared I, of that chick I, sure. I also want to actually add a little bit more uh Doctor Strange. Two. Oh man. Uh, it's okay, like, Chris. No, no, Doctor- no, no, no. It's like if there's a third party involved, she snaps out of it. She realizes that somebody manipulated her into making this. She's gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Like, but that she but, like, that's gonna be it, that's gonna make it harder to convince me at that point for her to be a villain. Like then well, you let, have to let, do more work on top of that. Well, no, no, no. You can solve that in one very bit, very simple thing, which is that let's say at the end of the day things go crazy and this bad guy, like whatever he gets his, whatever he wanted from her, he gets. She realizes it and she can just murder him, and then she does. And then everyone, and the way she does it is is so much so that everyone's like, even Vision's like, what the fuck, Wanda? Seriously, fuck. Like that would be the thing. Like, if she obviously disposes of this person in a way that everyone's like, that's <laughs> and don't know your power. Like, that's, I would love it if Vision was just like, one to my dear, what the fuck? What the no, fuck? No, 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 no. So, so we're already like, like, we already had the idea that maybe if we do like, like another season of WandaVision would be like, 
um, them doing like buddy cop and like doing like yeah, old like cop that. serials and like that. Okay, so what if the finale of this <laughs> just turns into the nice guys? <laughs> oh, I love it. But uh, <laughs> she, if you guys are drunk, one of the two kids are just like the vision, the the little girl. <laughs> oh God, Vision's just oh, Russell Crowe. I love it. <laughs> but, but uh. Oh. To, to briefly like explain kind of because the MCU has been very open about kind of what their 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 quote unquote plan is is uh Do- Doctor Strange two is kind of is supposedly kind of gonna be our our Avengers movie this this uh this uh phase because not only does WandaVision tie into it but also Loki and Spider Man three also do in some way we don't know what how they all tie together. But from everything what, ties to everything these days. Well, yeah, but like. But here's my thing. Like not directly, like, 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 Bendit Cumberbatch is in at least two. Of I get, I do get what you're saying, Zeph, because in the absence of actual Avengers, yeah. we need a Avenger movie. So yes, Doctor Strange makes sense. It's the coalescence of all these shows and where everything is meeting to. Yeah. So, and we know. And I'm guessing whatever the multiverse of madness is, Wanda Maximoff very likely is what caused it. Uh, I mean, it has to. I mean, for a certain causes whatever's happening in Loki with the uh, with nope. the organization he's working with. She has Ooh. nothing to do with Loki. Well, she does. No, she doesn't. I don't, I'm not convinced. The show does. So I'm not convinced. Not convinced. And, and, then, and then we've heard... How does she know Loki? Huh? How does she know Loki? Because whatever she causes in WandaVision, Loki has to fix. Loki's dead. But he's not dead. He grabbed the the space stone in that Endgame. That was a different time. Did they not explain this in Endgame clearly enough? Like, okay, no, let's actually, let's actually stop. Chris makes a good point in terms of Loki. Like, I love that we can just take a second to think about this, but like, what is, what was one is like, because Loki was dead until Thor 2 or until Ragnarok, because the beginning of Ragnarok, because no one knew what was up with Thor, but in Endgame, he actually legit told him that his brother was dead. So yeah, I guess Infinity War... Kind of never happens. But... No, Infinity no, it War does, it does ends, still happen. the end of Ragnarok. So she's she thinks that Loki's dead. She thinks Loki's dead. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks Loki's dead at Endgame, but he's not dead. They, they Why they, is I he know, not dead? No, 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 no. Explain no, 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 this no. to me. How they is legit he not dead? thought he was. They, well, first of all, he's in a whole nother universe. Loki is in a whole nother timeline. Thank he you. He survived exactly. He like that's a whole nother Wanda. That's a whole nother people. That's a whole. Whoa, nother whoa, should shit. I go? Yes. No no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. We should stop. Is the thing. Okay, we can stop. But but what I'm getting at here is that, and we know for a fact that Loki takes place in different timelines, in different universes. It is a multiverse. Yes. But Wanda did not cause said multi. Oh, jeez, Peter. Lee. We don't know. We don't know. I'm we not done yet. <laughs> I could go all night. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just, sorry. Uh, I'm not done send, yet. I, send me I'm a message done. when you when you're uh, when you're done. Okay, I we will. We will. I All swear. Right. All right. I'm. I need to get more fish oil anyway. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, listen, just nothing. Nothing to do with Loki. Nothing. We don't know that yet, though. 
No, we know that. Well, no, no, no. Well, no. Christmas. Zach makes a very good point, which is it. It's called the the multiverse of madness. This could be the thing that allows Loki to come back to our main timeline because he is in another verse. So it is possible that he that what she, if she causes the multiverse personally, then he would be connected into it. But like we just have to. Uh, that whenever uh, we have to like gauge what's going to be connected to what, uh, like Winter Soldier when it came out affected e- everything that was grounded, but then it didn't affect Guardians of the Galaxy. They're on the, they don't give a shit about Shield. They don't give a shit about any of that. Like they're their own deal. Like Nova blew up and they didn't give a fuck. Like we're in space now. It's the Wild Wild West. So Wanda is a Wanda feels like a balance between everything. It's the same thing with um. Uh, Doctor Strange, like he views his own world to be separate from the grounded reality of the MCU and like Tony Stark and all that. He seems above that shit. So Wanda is the line that kind of connects everything. She is, she grew up in the grounded world, but she is now discovering that her powers can reach her to a level that it has nothing to do with Earth or anyone else and. Yeah, she seems like a great conduit to allow the multiverse to connect with their world. Yeah. But and, I mean, it's a lot of things. I don't know. We also I like that. that Alfred Molina is joining the MCU as Octavius Octopus. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, Spider yeah, the Spider Verse and all that stuff. Like yeah, dude, dude, this is gonna the question be- is whether no no the question is whether Wanda is the one who causes it. Agreed. I agree. We don't know, but we know that all these products, Spider-Man 3, Doctor Strange 2, WandaVision, and Loki, all are connected. We know this for a fact because Kevin Feige has told us that. Well, they're all connected because it's the MCU. I mean, I... It's, like, directly connected. Like, they lead into each other. They play with each other. They're dealing with very similar themes, very similar... I don't know about Spider-Man 3. There's still some stuff that has to be addressed. Yeah, I I mean... His identity was exposed, okay? There are more, like, in that immediate story, there are more pressing matters. Well, I would You need to address that. Here's what I would say to that which is the moment spider-verse happened things changed for that spider-man world and they were like um um uh a bunch of spider-man like it's not tom holland's movie anymore and to be honest no one gives a shit about that they give a shit about everybody coming back and what that means for the mcu like which is sad it is sad that's like now that is a criticism of the mcu and that spider-man and where it's going that's a fair one I agree. Like it's yeah. just, it was it's my problem with Iron Man two. Iron Man two is not a movie. It's fifty percent MCU, and you can't dance around with the charm of Tony Stark with that. You can't. Like I, as much as I love RDJ, you can't. That's when the the world becomes it. The better example of how to do that is Civil War. It's not a Captain America movie, really, but also the protagonist of that film is Captain America. The heart is his relationship and his the decisions he makes lead to that movie it affects everyone he didn't tell tony and he's protecting his best friend and it sucks those decisions alone caused a rift that like caused endgame it's such a good decision and way to do that but like we don't know that with with uh spider-man 3 yet but i feel like there maybe this is a little iron man 2 situation where like yeah everyone cares about this and like i feel like they're just going to kind of like sweep away the fact they did that with the point out that not only is alfred milana is this we have jamie fox as electro too. Yeah, no, they're connecting all the Spider-Men. Like, I, why? I, 
Because I Spider Verse. That's why. First, first of all, the achievement of it is where. Did we, we all just suddenly wake up and say, "Hey, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two"? Those were great movies. I really liked those. They're not great, but are there things? This is okay. So, sorry. Well, no, no, no. This, this had nothing to do with Zach. I, I. This is the thing that I find really interesting about the growth of of. Superhero storytelling and, and revamping stuff. Batman, Spider-Man are two of the biggest ones where if it doesn't work, they just come back and they, you know, kind of just revamp it all over again. But people put a lot of work into films. People put a lot of work into those characters that people have loved for years and they got it wrong and then they sweep it under the rug. But to be honest, second chances are nice. Everyone likes a redemption story. And I would like it if Jamie Foxx could come back and legit play a normal dude. And just be like, hey, man, you know, um, whatever. And then all of a sudden, something magical happens to him. It doesn't need to be explained. Like, that Amazing Spider-Man 2 is ridiculous. He falls into a bat of eels and just, no, fuck that. But you can make that guy in the MCU. You can do that earnestly. And it it would work because there's an entire universe that have proven that that sort of thing is acceptable now. And they had two movies to do it then, and it doesn't work. Like, I'd like a second chance for Jamie Foxx to come in and be like, yeah, okay, because was that his decision to play it that way? Was it the director's? Like, I feel like that movie is a poorly written script, and then Mark Webb was like, I'm going to go full Batman and Robin and forever. That's what I grew up on, and it's all sticky, and it's like, no. I, I Second chances are great, and I'm fine with that, but it is swallowing up Tom Holland. And his Spider-Man, but to be honest, I they were doing that in the first place. We never saw his origin story, you know? Did he really change in the first movie? He's always kind of gotten the, the, the short trip. He's basically, they're like, you need to be your own. You can't be different than Tony Stark. And then the last movie, what is he doing? Like, doing Tony Stark shit. So, like, I don't know. I love Tom Holland, but I don't know about our, this Peter Parker. Anyway, back to Willow, 2021. Um... Speaking of Willow, just we're not movie. <laughs> just man, they got a real good villain on their hands. Like, like I think they can rebuild one. You're right. You're very right. They this, this could be the start of a, but not world. the way they're doing it right now. Because if it's going the way I think it's going, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Well, that's interesting. All right, should we call Peter back? Okay, I'll get Peter back. Let's get the bee. They're back. Right. In the meantime, anybody watch anything interesting? I have been. Him and I are going to want to talk about like, uh, 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 the lighthouse. I've been on a hulking binge of late. This isn't even just like the movies. It's just like hulking stuff in general. What else? Uh, so you're talking about the books and stuff and everything? Yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos studying Tolkien and bro, <laughs> fucking A. That is a deep lore. Oh, yeah. Seems like, like it. Like, like, in the books, dude, Aragon being king is, like, such a minute thing because he is the descendant of a descendant of a descendant of two different kingdoms that, like, one of them are practically, like, one of them is the Numenorians, who are basically, like, Spartans. The other ones are of Honor, which is, like, the way north kings neither of which have anything to do with gundor by the way and the only reason that he is king of gundor is because his mother who was of numenorian and honorian 
descent, married a dude who happened to be related to Isildur, who was of Numenorean origin. It's just like, so like, you shouldn't be king, but we have no other choices. (laughs) (laughs) You are like, who gives a shit? (laughs) And you're 80 years old. That's the other thing. Lord of the He's 80 years old in Lord of the Rings. He's 80 years old when he's pulling that shit off in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, dude. Holy fuck. Well, maybe he's not 80. He's, like, really old. He's, like, 60 or 70. He's, like, old. Gotta say I'm 35. I feel 80 already. Maybe it's because I live in a tree outside Chris's house. I know, right? Yeah, Cable's not great out there. It's not. He doesn't get crowned king until he's, like... Old. It's weird. It's just the battles. Eighty-six years old is how old he is at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's a fantasy oh. series. Well, still, I'm saying he looks good for eighty-six. Yeah, he looks great. Let's get a wizard. I know. Uh, what up, Peter? I want to know how old Gandalf is. So, uh, um. Peter and I, Peter showed me the lighthouse, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. That sounds like an Alex movie. That looks like an Alex Dude. movie. Dude! Oh, it was gorgeous. God, it was so beautiful. Uh, one of those, God, it was striking. What, I don't think that one for cinematography, but damn, if it's like, that's a fine argument for it, man. It beautiful. Really it's, beautiful. Ooh, one thing I gotta say is somehow, I don't know if you told Chris or Zach, even off air, about the the, pre, the most recent episode that's in the works right now for the Buttercast. Oh, oh no! So basically, okay. Long story short, Plug. one of the one of the songs we we did is a sea shanty because uh, the Theater Brothers Movie House in 1953 gets overrun by. Uh, the staff who are dressed up as pirates because they want better pay and everything. And somehow we just, we just made that up. And just because uh, we were reviewing Peter Pan in that episode. And then uh, we do the sea shanty and then we watch the lighthouse. And then I watch this 40 some minute long video on how it's about how the lighthouse can be about the the working class and consumerism and just it it blew my mind just because of the song the song that we made as well where it just wasn't planned for that at all right like okay just 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 for reference uh zach and chris one of what the at least it's my favorite uh favorite part of the song uh, it it goes working day by day, or no, sorry, drowning day by day in my tears of minimum wage. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but like, dude, that's what it was. Like, I. True. It's very. How did it's we like, call that together? Like, I. It's so funny to me because, like, we were supposed to do it earlier. We didn't. So I was like, I'll listen to sea shanties all the way over to Peter's house, and I did, and we did it. It was fun. And then he shows me this movie, and I'm like, well, I don't know if there's much to it, but I always love to go to a movie on YouTube. I go to Wisecrack, and Wisecrack always has the, like, is it deep or is it dumb thing? And literally, its video is like, it's too smart for us, 
but it's not dumb. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, uh, we liked it. But um, we don't think it has much of a meaning, or if it does, it's too smart for us. And then I find this other guy, and I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. He's a fucking that is a genius. very high bar to clear, if you ask me. First of all, this guy on YouTube's only been around for a year. He's young as fuck, and he's killing it. Dude, he's, like, doing skits and stuff and writing his own things and not, not just talking so, about the movie, but doing his own bits, like, serious bits, like, acting out scenes and shit. Oh, so good. I was like, this guy beats Wisecrack out of, like, fucking, like, it's like eight people write, a, write one Wisecrack video, and they're all the fucking same, and it's like, this guy comes in, like, guns blazing, and by the end of it, I was like, yeah, dude. Marry me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the lighthouse was. Like, it broke it down. But at the end of the day, I was like, Pattinson, fucking great. Dude. <laughs> Pattinson was great. First of all, I love Good Time, and he's amazing in that. But this. Yeah, dude. Oof. So when you go into the movie, I read uh, on, in the trivia, it says that William Defoe loved rehearsing. It was one of his favorite things because he's a theater guy. So he went into the rehearsals, really wanted to get in depth with it. But Pattinson is all, uh, he's a camera dude. He's like, I want to get the moments and discover in when the moments happen on camera. So he went to rehearsal, but he didn't show a lot. He just kind of like did blocking and stuff like that. Then when it came to set, um, Pattinson slept with the crew in a hotel, whereas Defoe um, slept in a shack alone, basically the out in the wilderness by the sea. And uh, when it came to filming, Patsy kept to himself, whereas Defoe like hung out with the crew and was like, oh, and just the different ways that they approached their acting styles. When you watch the film, it's like Defoe is doing these massive theatrical monologues. He's hiding so much, and Pattinson is just kind of like just discovering it in the moment. And you're like, hell yeah, dude. And by the end of the movie, you're like, hell yeah. And then there's just so much fucked up shit that happens in it. It's great. I actually ah, really, really, really love The Lighthouse. I've seen it. I saw it uh, when it first no, came out. No, Peter! Oh, my God, dude. This this movie, nice. dude. I Like, y you explaining it to me now, like, is blowing my mind. <laughs> I, I don't know how. We, we even talked about it on air. It's, it's re being recorded. It was It's recorded that we were like, yeah, the movie theater broke us down. And it's... Yeah wore us out and it took my soul away and then i watch this video it's like the same thing is there a glitch yeah is there a glitch happening right now no yes like i am i'm a strong believer in um questioning everything okay not in not in like an annoying sense but believing everything and also not believing anything at all you know i'm open to everything but when it comes to shit like this i start believing in coincidences and weird connections and that might just be my human brain making you know every making everything into a puzzle but that legit kind of spooked me after i watched that video. no yeah sometimes you see the fold like if the universe is planned and everything is mapped and intricate like every now and then you come into a connection and you're like oh shit everything just happened right there i feel like my dad can do that i've seen it only happen once in my life and it was connected to him and yeah, I think it's possible, and that's why I'm. Uh, that's why I am personally agnostic, and not necessarily like 
I fucking know because I don't. Same. I just don't. That shit. It's yeah. And what we saw was like maybe that maybe no one will ever hear that sea shanty ever. But that's like the point. No one cares right now about the cries of the minimum wage. People just you know make <laughs> these laws and they drown. Like exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like tears in the sea, man. Dude, it's like I, teardrops in the rain. Dude, <laughs> I. But it's like so. It's like so. It it really. I was watching the movie and I was like, "Is this about who's telling the truth or what's real or what's not?" And it's like, no. It's about how William Defoe is just like has this one little one little string of power of a system that he can apply to this young man, and he just uses it to demoralize him over and over and over and again, just because he's a boss, just because he's your boss. He just and they're alone on an island together and he can't just because he can. And it's like, fuck you. If you've ever had a boss that just every little like little thing that he can do to make your life worse, just because that's the power that he has to do it. And they don't like it's whether they want that to be the case or not. All all Pattinson wants to do is just find a place to live a life and be left alone. That's what society has left for him to want to just be left alone. Fuck. That's fucking... That's horrifying. And you know what Willem Dafoe's character does? After he says that to him, he laughs in his face. Yeah! Dude, no, man. It's so fucked up. And what's even more great about it? He laughs in his face, but he's living his dream. Willem's living his dream. He's secluded away from everyone. He's the boss. He's literally God on this island. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It, it's it's insane it that it, yeah again it's going to youtube afterwards and you like find someone that like helps you it's the same thing with that movie that i saw from the 70s where it was like i don't know what this is and then they unlocked that it's a parable for faith and i was like fuck like that's i love youtube man like you go to these places like wisecrack and they're like is it this is it that but then you like just do a little bit of a little bit more work just a, a couple more videos down the search bar you'll find a like an everyday ordinary guy he's going to come out with something that you never would have thought of and it's crazy 45 minutes he, he approaches this movie and it, he doesn't say it's fact he's just like this is the way that i view it and at the end of the day whether that's the movie or not what he comes across with is a damning condemnation on capital yeah. and society in general and you're like Yes, that was Imagine Willow Creek, and that's why I have the job I have now. And even then, is that enough? Is that enough? Was it ever enough? Holy shit. Oh, my God. It's yeah, an existential it, horror movie. And it, I is. it is. It is. I love like, shit got like me that. feeling so existential, and I come back, and you guys are talking about WandaVision, and I was like, I need someone to talk to you right now. You're like, all um, right, we'll be... <laughs> so funny. Best. Oh, God. See, Chris, like, I know you don't like to dwell on that stuff, but that's why, like, Inside Out, like, the ability, like, part of life is literally dwelling about the, like, the spinning in space. No one cares about you, abysmal nature of it, because we're, we're just white American males. Not all of us, but we're, <laughs> we're American males. And we Three and a half American, the, white American men. <laughs> we, have the ability, we have the ability to do that. We have the ability to sit here and wander and like let our minds go that way. But there are people living absolute abject horror right now. And we are not out of sheer goddamn luck. And it's <laughs> and privilege. And so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I love stuff like this. You know, I don't have to live it. It's my roller coaster. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, man, Harry Potter. But it's also again, again, YouTube. <laughs> this guy, this guy's only been around for a year apparently, and he's just he's only got like maybe twenty, thirty. Like he's only he just started now making hour long or longer than half he is an hour. Crazy videos. talented, super good. So, what's the channel? Sorry, I'm. I can pull it uh, up for you right now. Uh, it's, uh, it's something of horror. Acolytes of horror. Acolytes of horror. You know what? I've never actually those horror movies. I've said the word, but I've never read the word and said it out loud. Acolytes. Yeah, acolytes. So I, I almost said apocalypse. So I was like, wow, nineteen videos, and he's almost at seven. He's almost at eighty thousand subscribers. Yeah, he's a genius. First of all, the horror community is a very strong community I've come to find. But at the same time, this guy has earned it. In the three videos, he's like he, four videos ago, I believe he's like, I'm changing the channel. I'm changing my name. I'm changing the structure. This is what they are now. Yeah. And in yeah, three videos, I'm like, yeah, he's he super smart. Super new good. name, new format. And it's nine seconds long. And then four videos after that, eight months, five months, four months, two months ago are all pretty decently length i guess the netflix there's one video that's like 11 minutes but three videos after that they're 30 minutes to 40 minutes long anybody can make anything doesn't you know just it can come from nowhere opinions yeah. matter how you approach film matters that's why i love doing this show with you chris because we're about to go into how you view harry potter it's gonna love be very you chris but I, I uh, and I love it too. Um, I would say outside of the lighthouse, um, I watched. I was trying to watch movies to get ready for our next Valentine's Day episode. I watched a great silent. I watched Sunrise, so a, a song of two humans. I love that silent. Um, I watched American President again because my brother and I are kind of like a Michael Douglas kick. Um, the new Wandavision. We talked about that. What? Uh, we have exhausted it, Peter. It's no yeah. problem. And, um, yeah, that's probably. I mean, we watched some of those crazy movies, movies, but I don't know if that was if you already talked about talk that. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I showed. Well, you haven't talked about them. Yeah, I showed Peter's two incredibly screwed up movies. You asked for them. You literally asked for them. I. I. Yeah, and I. Don't regret them at all. I love them. Uh, uh, there's certain there's certain things. I know this is the whole point of having a podcast for movies is to talk about movies. But there's some things that I selfishly just don't want to talk about because I I like them so much. Like oh boy, the the chicken leg. Okay, like that's just something <laughs> that I will always cherish with Alex forever. Just the uh, moment of watching that together in the same room. He had already seen it. I hadn't. It's just, it's glorious. It, you don't get those moments that often. Chris, don't ever watch it. <laughs> don't. Okay. Don't. Okay. Don't okay. Ever. Killer I'm Joe. Very good at, I'm very good at not doing that. For you. <laughs> I'm very good at doing that, by the way, is not watching something. I know what I know what you're there there are things that like you can look at Chris and be like, one day, this is a not one of those things, I don't think. Maybe ten years down the line you can surprise me because we'll be different people then, but like right now, don't. <laughs> yeah. But like 
I don't. <laughs> Killer Joe's not for you, dude. All right. Stroking. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Society. Society is the kind of movie that, like, I would love for you to be able to watch one day. Yeah, that was a great. Okay. Just, just to throw you off, Chris, that movie makes you forget about incest. Mm. I'm just going to leave it at that. I know it's totally random, but, like, you're thinking about incest throughout that movie, and it's really weird, and then all of a sudden, you don't even have that in the back of your head anymore. That's that idea is out the window. <laughs> Crazy, Chris, I I could push you if I really wanted to, but I know that there's a balance for you, and that balance is a for me. I was Riccio, and then you came up and you decided Freddie got fingered. So you are the one who's constantly impressing me sometimes. Not only um, that you came up with Freddie got fingered, but that you actually genuinely liked it. Did I know? Um, no, I dude, go back and listen to that shit. You liked it. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, oh, he's damn. he's gone again. Go listen. Oh, okay, anyway, that's me. That's what he's I watched. Okay. Uh, Zach, did you already say what you were? What you watched? I watched. I didn't, but I did. Uh, so obviously, I watched WandaVision. Uh, I've been keeping up with my my usual slew of. Animated. The Kardashians? Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the Kardashians. My usual slew of anime, uh, which includes Attack on Titan and Dr. Stone as of late. Isn't that a porn star? Yes, it's a porn star. Okay. Speaking um, of which, uh, Peter, what? Are, are you caught up with Attack on Titan? Oh, I thought you were going down a porn star route. Uh, for that question, absolutely uh, for your Attack on Titan question, absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> but. I don't, um, Chris, you should go watch Attack on Titan. It's actually great. Not yet. Chris, Chris now. You ask every time, but he gives, his, he gives his answer. He's waiting until the end. I know. I'm yeah. the one you need to keep pushing for, because I have to be no, pushed for many things. You should watch Attack on Titan. I should. <laughs> yeah, I just, I've had a I've had a pretty um pretty uh fruitful week without movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just been one of those it's just been one of those weeks where you're like, "Huh, I didn't watch anything and it was like because of good things, you know?" Yeah, I I feel you. Yeah, I I, I just have kind of kept up with my, my usual weeklies and not really much past that. Yeah. Movies. Guys, movies. Movies. It's, it's the hot new thing. Movies. That's where the money's at. That's where the gabagool's at. Come on. Hey, that's where the Sorcerer's Stone is at. Ha <laughs> ha <laughs> uh, Okay, I guess that leaves me. Um, just want to let you guys know, Surfer is still not streaming. Fuck! Now that's an experience. That's an experience that Chris and I will cherish and both want to tell everyone about for the rest of our lives. That was amazing. Still one of the best. best, But it did play at a New Mexico theater recently. Fuck off, man. I'm talking like last week. What? 
Dude, in Theo Albuquerque, New Mexico. She could have gone to see that. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Oh, she could have seen that. Oh, my God. He would have loved this forever. No, actually, he would have hated it. He would have hated it. <laughs> you know what? He would have hated it. Mm. Damn. Um, Dude, just put it out there, man. <laughs> Stop fucking tenanting us. Just put it out. <laughs> So, oh my god, I, I'm so sorry. I have to interject here. Okay. I was at Menards the other day, all right? I was getting some things, uh, some gubs in, in, in uh, fish oil. And um, I was upstairs because there's two levels at this at our local Menards. And I see all I see is a hat, you know, a baseball cap, and someone going down the steps. But the hat is facing my direction, but they're going down. And I'm, I literally had a tenant moment. I don't know why I had that moment, but I stopped what I was doing. I was with my dad and he's like talking to me and I just ditched him and ran to the steps. Cause I'm like, I got to see if this guy's actually walking backwards down the steps. His hat was on backwards. <laughs> That's all it was. But I was like, you know, some, sometimes, I mean, I guess. It might just be me, but sometimes I like to do weird shit like that in public where it's just like just slightly weird enough where you're like, why is that guy doing that? But then you don't really think about it after a couple minutes. But I like doing that stuff, just walking down things backwards or just random things that give me joy. So I thought that guy was doing it. But no, he's, he was just he had a baseball cap in the middle of winter, just on backwards. That's Minnesota for you. Crazy man. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway. Anyway. So like <laughs> no, I've been like... on my headphones, so I missed a lot of that and I came in right with the backwards cap. That's Minnesota for you. Oh, you missed the entire story? Okay. I did, man. My headphones are beating up my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have time tomorrow. I'm gonna have time tomorrow. Um because that leaves me. Um, I never leave you, man. Right here. We're always with Plus, you. I'm probably going to listen to this. So, I did not really like, man, I, if somebody starts a video game podcast, I need to be on it because, like, I have not, like, watched anything. I've been mostly playing stuff. But, um, hey man, you're that, player. That's, that's the story challenge going, man. That's what story challenge going. You can I, uh, I, will, I won't be on it. That way you can talk more. <laughs> oh, God. You just called yourself out. Hell yeah. I deserve it, man. I'm a piece of shit. Go on, Chris. Fuck you, man. I, uh... Sorry. I started Mass Effect. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Is that the one with the controversial third game? Yes. Okay. I mean, there's um, a lot of games with a controversial third game, but yeah. Yeah, you covered a lot of ground Famously there. so. Famously so. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot with that, but yes, you are correct. I'm pretty sure I know what. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. But so you're. So what do you think of the first game? Um, I think I'm halfway through it, but like I'm, like. I know what's going on. I just never sat down and played it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm scared of, like, open-ended games. Interesting. Because, um, like... Chris, why are you afraid of open-ended games? I just, like, don't like the choice aspect of it. I like, I like the passive experience. I like the, the, like the movie, like, experience. I like... Like, I like the interactivity of a game, but not so much to the point where I'm the one writing the narrative as I go. Like, I don't like being in that control because a choice that I want to make could result in a consequence that I never really wanted in the first place. It could also I can't stand now. that. It could also affect that's life, baby. That's life. Yeah. Right? That's life. That's right? life. That's the dilemma I have. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grow up there. I'm gonna play this. That's why I don't what play happens it. Happens. I like it, dude. I like it. I like it, man. Good for you. Because it's just a story. It's just a the that's why I love about stories, man. They allow you to to do the kind of things that like instead like you get to make a decision where you kill a whole planet full of people, like, yeah, it sucks. But at the end of the day, you're like, I didn't do that. I could I could look at my mom and not have killed a thousand souls. So like um video games are video games are the next step of that type of storytelling. I like that you like I will I will say things. though, it is very hard. Very, they somehow made it very hard to not romance anybody. And I've somehow managed to dodge that bullet. Chris, that is like the most fun part about those games though. Not the first one. Yeah, it's the ones brought about all of them. Chris, no, Chris, like my, your romance options in two and three game. are way more wide open than in one. One is a drag when it comes to comes to romance choices. Chris, my favorite video games are Assassin's Creed, and I sit and let's be honest, I fucking love romancing all the random people. In Odyssey. In Valhalla. In Valhalla. And in Odyssey, but Odyssey. Are also you checking? Cool. Odyssey so you're a hoe. Fucking like hundred hour dating simulator, but that's a whole nother story. So wait, Chris, are you are you saying that the attractiveness in the first game is nobody you want to bother with, or you just no? It's uh, like okay, now here's the thing. No, so there's a character I can't romance in the first game that I can romance in the second. So I'm trying to dodge all the current, um, all the current three options so I can save the romance. For the next game, which then has, which I'm saving for one character out of like nine characters you can romance. So like I'm talking like you're only three romance options in the first game and like nine in the second game and like maybe like twelve in the third game. Now if when you, you pick your, if you choose your cards right, what what do you, what what does that entail? Nothing. That means ignoring the three interests in the first game. That means like no. totally shutting them down. I mean, like, I mean, what do you mean, like, romance? Do you mean, is it just like. You mean seeing on alien sex, Alex? I mean, well, yes, I know that. You probably (laughs) that character, but it's a video game. Of course, they're going to allow video game nerds to have sex with whoever they want. But um, I I guess (laughs) my question is like. You understand the power of seeming hot alien sex, Chris. Of course I do. I've been beamed up. And I would say. uh, (laughs) You don't live in a tree this long. And not get checked out by an alien or two, man. I've got the I've got the behind of a ooh. I got the behind of a calf over here, man. I'm like none of those cows. They just pick it up. Hey, don't you be calling unless you want someone to pick up. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no. I I know I know what to start and I know what to finish. So mm. <laughs> I love making innuendos. I mean, it's just super easy. Anyway, um, 
so I mm, <laughs> like for me personally, like I'm gonna hate the third game's ending. Well, it depends on what they do with the new like remastered edition. Even though they're probably not gonna add another ending, I can only hold out hope. But like, it's like full. It's like a snowball's chance in hell to add one more ending to that thing. But uh, like, didn't they, already, didn't they already change all the endings to Mass Effect? They 3? added a refuse ending. Okay, so Mass Effect Three, right? Um, you spend three games fighting this. Um, robot race called the Reapers, which are too strong in my opinion. They're a little too strong. Um, they're wiping out like millions of people each day, and like you could get a third into the into the third game when they finally show up. Like uh, if this were real, uh, if you got when you get a third into that game, everybody's already dead. If this was real. Um, in my opinion, they're a little too hard to take down. <laughs> um, so like, so at the end, you have this giant device that could wipe out the Reapers, but it comes at a cost. So you can either, this device will allow you to control the Reapers, destroy all synthetic life in the entire galaxy, which means every single robot and computer would be fried. Ooh. Um... Or you could um, make orga organic and synthetic life join together. And have big um, butt sex? I, I guess so. Um, I mean, that doesn't make other babies. Do they show it? You know. Do they show it, though? Do they show them doing No, that? no. Then don't pick that not. one, then. Don't pick that one. No. If synthetic life and organic life join together, it would ruin biology as we know it and the reapers would have won that way but um then they and then they added like extra scenes to each ending which is pretty much the same scene in each ending except it's mm -hmm. like a it's like um just more like exp expository um narration and then they added an ending where you could refuse to make that choice. And then everyone dies. Because you thought you could win this war with brute force. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you I need, need to, to make this choice. I'm going to win this war my way. Everybody dies. Chris, you need to play more ancient dating simulators. No. Okay, wait. First of all, thank you, Harry. <laughs> where, where you can have crazy hot Viking sex all day long. You are like... like Three, you are two conversations. I feel like we. I feel like we've learned something fight. today. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zach wants to fuck aliens. Well, no, Chris is the one who's playing the alien dating simulator. Excuse right. me. Are you trying to avoid it? Trying to avoid it. Yeah, so he can do it in the next game. Yeah, because it's probably better than that one. Are you aware of the diseases you will inevitably contract if you have sex with an alien? Exactly. I mean, this Mass Effect takes place 200 years in the future. They've already they have figured this out. Dude, Zach, that's super thing? gonna herpes. Zach, your entire body super could turn, your entire body could turn inside out like that, and you would never know. <laughs> also, that's a society reference. <laughs> You've been shunted. You've been shunted. <laughs> How will I ever live? Oh, after that, <laughs> holy shit. I um, never thought about that. Fuck. 
But yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm I've been itching to sit down and watch a movie. Like I can't work until after Friday. So yeah. I'm itching to watch something. So go watch something. Well, maybe I will, Zach. <laughs> yeah, you dick. Go watch something, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I don't get the question here. Anyway. Um, no, I get, I get what you're saying. You've been... Pl- well, okay, so... One of my favorite uh, jokes ever is from Daniel Tosh. He tells a story about this woman um, and... It's about an abortion she goes through, and then okay. people people get sad. They go ah from the joke, and he it's not a joke about abortion or her in a victim way, but it's just like it's about how abortion is just a complicated subject and people don't talk about it correctly. But in that effort of making that joke, the audience goes ah because that's the tasteful. He goes oh what you guys are you guys are upset of what it, what I did to that fictitious woman, and then he kicks her down the flight of stairs and like blows her up with a grenade. He's like she's not real. She's not real. Made her up. Daniel Tosh. It's like I'm paraphrasing, but that's the point of the joke. It's like I made her up. Calm down, guys. You came to my comedy show, so you gave me money. So calm down. It's the same thing with games. It's like, yeah, that's a, like those are fucked up decisions. When you come across them in a, in a serious game like that, um, Phil Crick Holt, like when he first started, he wrote a piece about it. And when I when I, if I were to take the steps to go into a very in-depth world building choose your own adventure story where the choices have major consequences that could like live with you as a story um i try to think about what those choices are saying about the story it's telling what are the themes what is it trying to get me to think about those are the things that are going to allow me to like i i guess change as a person in my life allow the story to affect me later what is it trying to say? I understand I don't play games, and the thematics in that kind of storytelling are different. But that's what I look for in Choose Your Own Adventures. What do these choices say about the story as much as the person who is making them? Like, That's why I'm very careful about things that I dive into thematically. Like The Transformers films thematically are despicable and disgusting regardless of how much fun they may be as dumb movies at times, they really are no, just... No, Alex, say what you really said about those. <laughs> what do you think of Again, because it was part? so poorly recorded. <laughs> um, I've said it before. i say it again. Like, those movies are just like... <laughs> Peter hasn't heard this, actually. <laughs> do you really? I think I told this to Peter before, but like, if oh. you really want me to say it again, I'll say it again. I love saying say it. Say it again! Watch it. Watching the Transformers movies is like being asked to go to a warehouse once a week for one day there's a, nothing in the warehouse but a chair with handcuffs you are asked to go to that chair in the middle of the warehouse and handcuff yourself to that chair by like casino royale you then wait well you're not naked but there you go you wait <laughs> sure you're naked why not uh naked in a chair you but you're willingly friends. doing this you you're willingly doing this and then at, at, you just sit there handcuffed to this chair for however long and then at some point a man will leave from a room indistinct in this warehouse that you have never noticed. He will walk right up to you. He will unzip his pants. He will take out his dick and he will slap it in your face. He will then put his dick away and then he will leave. And then 
he'll just leave the key and he'll just drop the key on the floor. You then can uncuff yourself and then I'll see you in another week. And then every single week, the dick is a different size. <laughs> that, that is, that's what it's like watching the is, is it getting progressively bigger as you slowly yes it doesn't matter but it's just like this is what this is this is what it's like to be a man and slaps you in the face with it and then you're like i, I guess i fuck hey, like, alex um i hate those movies i hate you, it uh just just off uh just off of a chance here do you have that address for the warehouse <laughs> <laughs> It's Sorry, you said it's it Shellard what? what? Shellard Parkway. Shellard Parkway? Yeah, Shellard Parkway. Uh, I, I believe that's um, I believe that's Willow Creek. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Wasn't that built on an Indian burial ground? Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Remember when Rachel used to say of, that? What? All of the U.S. Like, is an Indian burial ground. What the hell? It's just stolen <laughs> land. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Holy Get shit, that's amazing. It's amazing. I love that. That's fucking amazing. I love it. I wish I, if, that, if someone looked at me and was like, "What's?" I would steal this from you, Peter, and I admit it. But if someone was like, "If you could do time travel, what would you do?" I'd be like, "I'd go back to the '70s, the people who made like Poltroon guys." And they're like, "What if it's built on an Indian burial ground?" And then say that and shut up everyone in the room, like stay in front of Steven Spielberg and just be like, "I'm done. I'm done. I'm done." I'm done. Yeah, this is end racism. Right this. Anyway, <laughs> it wouldn't end racism, but it would end that trope in the seventies. Yeah, I mean, anyway. that's, it. that's what I use time travel for. This small movie thing—that's what makes it trivial. <laughs> that would chop or kill Hitler. That's what I would do. Um, I my point. My point is like it's the same thing with Birdman. Like as many things as I love about Birdman, I hate what that movie is saying. So. Choose your own adventures for that reason, yes. You're putting a lot of time and effort into a game where you shoot a lot of people and you yep. choices matter. So I, I get what you're I saying. And it's a step forward. I stick my giant sword in them. <laughs> it's just, it's also there's a lot of people that I really that I don't game, but I do go to reviewers of games because I love how people look at things and break down storytelling and like I, I've seen a couple things on Mass Effect, and that's basically what it is. It's like what is it saying about the person making those decisions, but also what is it saying about the story? Like a lot of the people who make reviews on it are saying like this taught them a lot about storytelling, what games are capable of doing, regardless of how you feel about those choices or not. It's a lot like um, uh, uh, Neon. This was the creator's decision. This is what he posed for the fans. And as like, re as much as they rejected it, here's Mass Effect 2, baby. So uh, <laughs> I really, games are the new form of storytelling. To make that step forward into uh, Choose Your Own Adventure is very interesting. But I know that Mass Effect is controversial, to say the least. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> it's I, just really, I just really like the universe. Like, I like, I like the design. Gameplay's fun when I get a hold of it. Like, it took me a while to get, a, to get the hang of playing it. Like, I, like oh, so, like that's what that means. If I upgrade this stat, then I can get more dialogue choices so I don't have to be as much of a dick. Uh, <laughs> um, so, 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 Chris, uh, to actually go off what Alex said, uh, a lot of those decisions and, and that kind of gameplay is why people love games like Persona 5 so much. It's, uh, it, it is literally just 100 hours of like, Mass Effect dialogue trees and like making decisions that can affect your dialogue trees. Ooh, trees. Like, yeah, I was like, it was like, crazy because like, um, 
So the mission I just got off of was a. Uh, so we go to this planet and it's being attacked by mm-hmm. enemy robots. Yep. You have to. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, you have to. Um, so you, you're there to help these guys out and trying to figure out why these robots are there. Got it. And so shut up. Um, <laughs> and so you then figure out that the that it's a colony. And that the people that are there are infected by this um, underground um, tree thing. Oh, shit. So, (laughs) and so then your ship lands there and they're attacking your, they're attacking your ship. It's your long ways away. So you have to fight through the robots to get back to that colony where you pass through. And now, on top of there being like plant monsters um that are attacking you now like these human colonists are shooting at you um and your in-game choice is you can either use this special grenade that somebody that you helped concocted to help you get around that so you don't have to kill them or you have to or you could just gun them down in cold blood yeah, man. Like, and I'm like, I can't kill these guys. I can't. I mean, do that. yeah, I can't. So kill I used you. the grenade on them as much as I could, and just lit up the the already like these tree monsters, and um, I managed to save all the colonists, and it netted me two good. It let it netted me like a massive amount of good guy points, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I know which path I'm committed to. <laughs> But I was like, this is so hardcore. I can't kill these guys. I have to throw grenades at them. I was just like, oh my gosh. A straight bullet's going to hit these guys. (laughs) I'm just like, and I thought the CPU would turn on me. I was like, and plus they stop you and just like, they give you a chance to tell your, uh, your computer, your CPU, uh, your computer, uh, your NPC squad mates are like, you get, you get, they give you the chance to tell them like, listen. Don't shoot the colonists, okay? Don't shoot the colonists. I know they're shooting at you, but don't shoot at them. They're not in their right mind. So, like, man. And I was previously um, afraid to tackle Mass Effect. Harry Potter, yet. See, Peter, this is what I mean. Like, Zach will get impatient. Like, you're just having, like, in, like, um, like, when I told you, like, you can watch it if you want. It just matters on how Zach, how impatient Zach is. And now Zach is impatient because we spent like an hour and a half on WandaVision. <laughs> and I won't shut up about Mass Effect. It doesn't sound like anybody's listening anyway. So I guess we can talk about Harry Potter now. Does that make you happy, Zach? I'm just indifferent. I'm just being funny. Chris, you talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. If you want to talk about clown yeah. porn, I will happily talk about clown porn with you. Especially okay. clown... <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait what? What? All, wait, did I, I read the room? Well, yes. not... It is oh. your show, Chris. You can talk about whatever you want for how long you want to talk about it. And also, I was peeing. I just didn't want you guys to hear it. So, But I was listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine if you did mute yourself? Chris is talking about his game, and all of a sudden you hear... Poosh. I feel like that would be more weird in my opinion. I feel like that was a little bit more. That'd be the weird thing with me. But I do like, yeah, I do for the for the one person who doesn't have work tomorrow, Zach. You're getting a little pushy, baby. I guess. Fairness, <laughs> Come on, man. Fairness, Alex, I also already went to the bathroom once. 
Anyway. I'm going right now. Just, I'm having fun with Mass Effect. I originally thought it was too big for me, but I'm finding myself having more fun than I thought That's what she possible. Said. Thank you. Um, okay, so um, how old is Mass Effect? How old is it? Since 2007? Wow. Dang, dude. Like, some... long... Holy crap. So this is like... A, this. I don't want to say this, but I feel like Halo probably branched a lot of games like this. Oh, man, there is so much Halo in Mass Effect. Down to the okay. voice actors. <laughs> mm. It ain't broke. Copy it? What? Interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I'm, having, I'm having fun now. Like, I just got to, I just got to hang in the game, and nice. now I am, now I know it's, now I know what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do stuff, and yeah, it's fun now. Nice. I'm proud that you're. you're I will actually talk about a movie I watched next episode. I promise. No, 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 dude. It's your show. You can talk about games if you want. But like, because again, I stand, I stand by the fact that video games will be the next form of storytelling. That's all I love more than anything: storytelling. And talking to you guys, I love talking to you guys. But uh, I find it, I find the approach very interesting. You're like, I, I haven't touched these kind of games. What other games? are like Mass Effect that you know of where, like, it's choose. You got to make choices you don't want. Like, there was like, there was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic before then, which everybody loved. Um, Pretty much every game has utilized Mass Effect's tree system and in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Dragon like, Age is kind of the sequel-type thing. It's an RPG made by the same company. If I'm not mistaken, The Witcher does the same thing. We get to play the game differently, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. even, you know, even, even my aforementioned Assassin's Creed, like Assassin's yeah, Creed, yeah, it became that. Yeah, it, it straight ripped that. Like, I will hundred percent admit that, like Odyssey being like the fucking ancient Greek dating sim that it is, and it is mm-hmm. l- literally stole like the action, the action like RPG elements of Mass Effect. I pissed off Barnabas, and I'm mad about it. You're, you're pissed off. <laughs> uh, in Odyssey, I pissed off. I pissed off Barnabas. Why? So I don't know. Wait, like, are you Cassandra? I wasn't thinking straight. What? As long as you, uh, as long as you feel bad. I was Cassandra. Dude, you gotta have sex. Sex time with what? Me. No. <laughs> I didn't find anybody suitable in that game. I'm sorry. Like, I played that whole game, and I was like, none of these people. All these people are just. Sick, like they need oh, help. Wow, I love it. It fails down like, to I just oh. don't find you attractive, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> alien. You fucking alien. I ain't sticking anyway. my dick in there. <laughs> uh, that's what I think is funny. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, that was my initial, well, that was my initial question. Like, do certain people you choose romantically get you to different choices in the game? Yeah. No, yeah, kind of. Yes. So not it's mostly you just don't, Creed, you just don't Yes, wanna, but not in Mass Effect. So uh, like, well, that's because... You, that's you just don't want to have sex with these Chris, that's because everything you decide in Mass Effect gives you one of three endings. Right, <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. No that's the problem I have with Mass Effect. It all leads down to... No, four endings. It leads oh, down to four okay. endings because you get to refuse to make that choice, and, and which is in itself a choice. At the end of the day, your choices are meaningless. Because you get the same right. options no matter There what. is no happy ending. You well, get to kill that eight that um that that 
that robot race that was the villains in the first game. Like they're okay, so like the Reapers, they take control of another robot race called Gep. Then they eventually join your side if you play your choices right. And uh, then uh, so then uh, if you choose destroy, shut up. If you choose destroy, you destroy all synthetic life in the galaxy, <laughs> and which includes the Geth, which is so terrible. Uh, and uh, let me make this clear. You could make all the right decisions to be the greatest hero ever and still make the villainous choices. Unite all the races in the galaxy. And you could still kill everybody, because why not? Dude, war sucks, man. War's and never... that's, <laughs> it's also extra it's terrible. Not. It's also extra terrible, because then the next game would be Mass Effect Andromeda, which is 600 years after the fact. It has nothing to do with the story, so to not end it conclusively is uh, awful. To not end that third game uh, conclusively is bad is Chris. terrible because andromeda is terrible chris i don't want to ruin your opinion of andromeda more than it already has but i'm going to because it's a terrible game and i don't think you care but andromeda doesn't take place 600 years after it takes place between two and three <laughs> that, that is disgusting <laughs> that is so stupid so, and in a different galaxy yeah, I just want to point out that Andromeda is worse than you think it is. Andromeda is a smack in the face to everyone. Like, I, I'll straight tell you that. The next game was Andromeda. They couldn't give us a happy ending. That's nope. so terrible. Nope. This they is destroyed why all the devices that managed interstellar travel, and then all your friends are on another planet, which then they have to travel an unknown amount of distance Back to you, who is probably still alive. See, see, Chris. Terrible. This is why I play games like Final Fantasy, where you don't just have a anime sword fighter, you have the anime sword fighter. And anyway. He a, and he's a big long sword and silver hair, and he's a douchebag. It's great. <laughs> anyway. Just. Just. I'll get, I will get to it when I get to it, but like. Just man. <laughs> Like. So Matt anyway. Is, is like three good games that have literally the most meaningless, terrible ending ever. Anyway, let's just... It's true, though. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It's, but no, but that, I'm that, having that, fun you, so far. Well, you're making also a very interesting point, too, which is the fantastic piece of where to find them, which is this: even if the story's shit, the world can be great. And you can see yeah, right. No, Mass Effect is a wonderful world in a wonderful game, but the story of 1, 2, 3, and Andromeda are trash. Utter trash. They are okay. Garbage. The story leading up to the three's ending is great. It's just yeah. three did not handle it right, and then yeah. Andromeda is Andromeda terrible, and Andromeda is just smack in the face of the entire everything. <sighs> anyway, I agree. Harry Potter, Chris. I actually agree with you on this. Like, I know is a horrible smack in the face. It's actually why I don't like Assassin's Creed Three, even though Assassin's Creed Three has a fantastic game until the ending, and then it's just a terrible ending. No, I like. No, I mean, like, I mean, the Connor's ending. Connor's ending is great. Connor's ending is great. The what? Connor's ending. Is yeah, great. yeah, yeah. But Desmond's is not. The modern day ending, it has the same problems as Mass Effect. Is that? And it had no. And it had no bearing on the real world. Well, that's not true. You need to play Valhalla, but that's a whole nother. All story. I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is, Juno was supposed to have power. Where did that go? Anyway. Harry Com Potter. Comics. Comics. <laughs> I, I, ju I just want to say this. You two are a big window for gaming for me. So, like, absolutely. Just because you you don't need to bring a movie to the table if you didn't do it. If you played a game, like, go nuts. Be nerdy. I, I don't care if you talk I, about shit that I, I don't know. I, I will do the research later. I, 
in in context before before we we finish this off and talk about Harry Potter, okay. you you do need to watch the the like storyline to uh what twenty eighteen yeah twenty eighteen's God of War, holy God that game <laughs> I've seen sections of it yeah oh my God I've seen a few I've seen hours of playthrough I haven't seen the whole thing that yet. game that's the thing about games man like you. That's what I love about playthroughs. Is like you even the one that I got the furthest that has had critical acclaim for its story and for what it's trying to say as a art form, and like directors, like holy god, God of War, Dance Dance so, Revolution. I know, but I, <laughs> like yes, God of War. Everyone loved God of War. I I I do. I haven't finished it. The the furthest I've ever gone watching a playthrough on YouTube would probably be Red Dead Two, and it's just like. I was in a Red Western. Dead also very good. So it's so long though. They, yeah, like if you're not long. playing the game, they're extremely long playthroughs. There, you have to absorb yourself into it. So I've never finished one, but yeah. God of War is amazing. I got very far in it, and I want to go back to it one day. The ending to it is like perfect, absolutely perfect. Also, it has Jeremy Davies in it. So who gives a shit? Ah, Jeremy Davies, which is just one more reason why I have to watch Ravenous, baby. He he plays he plays Balder in it, and I'm just like wonder. I'm I'm oh, I love that game. So, real quick, we're talking about celebrities voice acting in the game. Uh, In Mass Effect, the pilot of your ship is voiced by Seth Green, and he's great. Oh, I love Seth Green. That was like kind of in the era when like Seth Green was doing everything, wasn't it? He was Scooby Doo, Robot Chicken. Little yeah, bit of he family was guy. Like, he's he was doing, doing these games. Yeah. He just did not stop working. Yeah. Oh, he still hasn't stopped working. He's still doing shit. Like. No, I mean like that. Yeah, like even. Yeah. Yeah, Seth works very hard. Uh. Oh. Yeah, dude. Jeremy Davies, Ravenous, dude. Okay, so cannibalism, Army Hammer. Yeah, Pete. We I I. <laughs> we gotta watch Punch Drunk. We gotta watch Punch Drunk Love again. I'm gonna show you LA Story. That's the movie that I chose. But before winter is done. I have to show you Ravenous. It's a cannibal movie from 1860 something. It's got a great cast. Starring it's Army Hammer. Fucking, um, no, it's Guy Pierce and Robert Carlyle. It's one of my enough. favorites. Oh, it's so good, dude. Oh, it's so Jesus. Good. Oh, my God. Dude, get this, get this, get this. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Was... Soundtrack David Auburn from the Grills. <laughs> anyway. So Harry Potter, anyone? Yeah, let's talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Harry um, Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. We're sorry, two hours into the show. I go on this tangent about how great God of War is. But... Has it ever stopped us before? Come on. I help it. What? No, what? <laughs> oh, great. Um, You'll love this. God of War has Nolan North and Troy Baker in it, too. Yeah, but they they had a bromance going on, and then they broke up, and it's really they, rough. I can't I can't do anything they're into anymore. I know, but like, anywho, anywho. like they were good friends, and then they had a YouTube channel, and then they split, and I'm like, they there was a bit apparently it was a very bad split, and I'm like, oh man, that really sucks. They had really good chemistry. They did. It mm. Sucks. It's, anyway, that's why I don't want any of us to get famous. We won't be friends. No. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or Philosopher's Stone, in your if you're in so, Europe. Yeah. Um. I'm going to use them interchangeably, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so, not so, even going to try. So, Alex. Alex, who's Chris Columbus? I don't yeah. think we've done a Chris Columbus movie yet. Yeah, who's Chris Columbus? 
Chris Columbus is one of the top ten. Alex, wake up. There he is. Uh, Christopher, Christopher Columbus is one of the top ten. Sailed the ocean blue and took land from a, a lot of people. Man. Can you guys hear me? Yes, 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 yes. Can hear you. Okay. okay. Um, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue and found India and made home alone. And <laughs> I'm sure he's heard it all his life. I'm sure he's heard it all his life. Home Alone is a Bollywood movie. I think all the movie, all the A plus shit he's done is because he was trying to get past that fucking joke. <laughs> I'm more famous than that Chris Columbus now. I made home fuck alone. Yeah, I'm a better person. Fuck alone. <laughs> you gotta understand this. Yeah, dude. Christopher Columbus <laughs> has Donald Trump in a movie. And he thought that was Go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. Sorry. Christopher Columbus put Donald Trump in a movie because he could. No, it's because Donald Trump is an asshole. Yeah. Well, no, he would pay. He would pay. It would the only he would allow for people to shoot outside of his buildings if he would just be in the movies. It was a caveat he put in every contract, which is why he's in yeah. so many cameos of movies because they were like, oh, so we can film here if you just are in the movie for a second. And he was like, yes, and they're like, okay, but he wasn't that big of an asshole. I mean, he was an asshole then, but like, people can fucking deal with this New York bullshit. They're like, fine, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um. um also yeah. directed Mrs. Doubtfire, which is a great movie. Bicentennial okay. Man. So wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Alex well, it doesn't. I mean, it's more. It's here's the thing. People know him for being a director. Sure, he is like. It, there's a list of directors who have made the most money in the box office. He is on there. He's he, one of the he most. Wrote, he wrote the Goonies. Zach. Zach. <laughs> Can he do it? You asked. We asked him to do it. Yeah. I Okay, uh, I think it's funny because I was going to ask you, Zach, about Harry Potter stuff. But, like, Chris, yes, Chris, Colum Chris, Colum Chris Columbus at 15 saw The Godfather was like, fuck it, I'm in movies. So he goes to NYU. He writes the treatment for Gremlins. Steven Spielberg sees it. It's like the fourth movie he's written, but Steven Spielberg eventually gets to it, and he writes it. Here's the thing. Christopher Columbus is like, he wrote Goonies. He wrote Gremlins. He, he he's written so many things just as much as a director. He uh, he's writing Christmas stuff mostly now, yeah. But like, I guess yeah, he has a good stock on um on Christmas stuff. Shit. But uh, <laughs> as a writer, yeah, Goonies, Gremlins. He wrote um, Young Sherlock Holmes. Uh, God, what was another one? Um, Nine Months is a movie that I grew up with, but. Um, yeah, Home Alone was the biggest thing, and that was like the third movie he had ever directed. He went from a writer to a director. How he got into this game is specifically for that reason. It's for the vibe of this film. Like they wanted a Christmassy vibe. They wanted this to be. I think it came out on Christmas, and so that's. I'm pretty sure that's why he got the job. But if you look at what he's done, yeah, it's mostly been home runs. Yeah, it's like hit, hit or miss. He's a very schmaltzy guy. Yeah. Like. Either either he's great or he has a bear. I think the the borderline between both is Home Alone too. Yeah, I'd agree. I've never seen Daniel Man. Uh, in terms of uh, Harry Potter, though, um, I think it's a good get. I think it's an yeah. important get. It's what it, it under his direction underlies one of the most important things about this film, which is out the gate. 
this is one of the best adaptations and one of the best jumping off points of anything ever. Like, they nailed it. There's, there's more to this one? There's more movies. Yeah, there's more movies. It's <laughs> a lot. Three down, seven to go, Peter. So I, I find it really interesting that when you see the cast here, they're all really good child actors, but like, did they really think eight movies down the line? Like, no, it's kids. Be... their parents made those decisions really for them. I know it's so crazy. Like, I think oh, when man. you oh Hermione, man, Hermione is adorable. Like Emma Watson is adorable, but I think Rupert Grint is okay until the chess scene. Then it's like, dude, Rupert Grint could have been like a fucking great child star like in other stuff i would have seen it like have, they have, have their moments seen, have you ever sorry to interrupt have you ever seen his interviews from like last year where he did the staring contest with fans and he just like looks into your soul yes it's those fine. are fun those yeah. are really fun this no, is a great thing like videos because he, he he's like so creepy but you know he's just being funny he's genuinely just trying to be funny and he's they, trying to they, make they, laugh they made a TV show out of the movie Snatch on yeah. Crackle, and he was the lead of it. Fantastic. I think he's great in it, and, and I think it's a very fun show. Rupert Grin is awesome, but they, like Rupert Grin is a prime example in the steering contest stuff. It's fun, but it's like these kids through these movies would like Elijah Wood and Lord of the Rings, like they could do whatever the fuck they want forever. Ever, but like <laughs> I think, uh, like Emma Watson has done some amazing things with her money, but I don't think she's the best actress. No, these days, like I've never really seen a performance where I'm like, true. I guess Beauty and the Beast is the best, but outside yeah. of that, I've never really been convinced. Being she, a like, I, guess, good. I was gonna say, person being a wildfire was very good, but also she's not the lead. She's seen from a distance. That's kind of the point. But like the circle, or even Noah, like I just think she's. She has a, a beauty about her, but I don't know if she's a great actress. Now, is she like? Does she make great speeches? And is she a great writer? Does she have great that's points? That's does she that's give that's people like her things? So, Absolutely. totally, totally. Like, I guess the best thing that I love her from is maybe this is the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great section in that. Um, but I, it makes me think like she is adorable in this movie, but she's also not necessarily quite good. What, how are they thinking for a head? Like, this is such a slam fucking dunk. Dude, the the person, the child actor, the, the two child actors, I think, who came out of this movie super ahead, all things considered. And I can think of two, specifically two. And you can agree with me, Alex. You cannot agree. Is obviously Daniel Radcliffe. He does all kinds of fun stuff, and he's crazy, and I love it. And Tom Felton. Tom Felton has come out of this being a television darling. Like, I don't know if you've seen this stuff on television. He's incredible in everything he's in. Maybe. Name something. Uh, the Flash. He was great in The Flash. Uh, he was in... Um, I don't know if you've seen yes. it, but Origin was pretty good. I liked him in Origin. Uh, he... Um, in terms of, like, movies, he did a good version of Ophelia that was pretty cool. Uh... He was in Rise How of. Is he still going? He he was that's, in Rise of. He was in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which was good. That's that's the mo that's the biggest movie where he played another like bully in that. But like, I've always wanted to see that stuff. Thing, if you've ever seen that, is kind of crazy and weird. No, I've never followed his career. It looks like, jeez, he's like doing shit. Like 
he Good. he's still acting like very consistently, constantly doing stuff, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. He's always great, though. but he was in the Flash for three seasons. So I, I'm not I I, I I did not do as much research on how this film went, got together. I'll do that for next time. I'll, I, I promise for Tabor Secrets I'll do it. But it, the, the most interesting thing I would say uh, is Chris, how did you go into this? Okay, so disclosure, I couldn't watch it with mom because she tested positive for COVID and I'm on the other side of the whole apartment. So, like, I can't spend much time in that room at a time. So, like, um, so I didn't um, watch it with her this time. I'm fine, by the way. Uh, and she's fine, too. She's not in the hospital. I don't care. I don't care. Ugh, I don't care. <laughs> we all talked. We talked about this before we recorded, so I don't want to be redundant. Anyway, um, so I kind of went into this. I'm like, okay, this is going to be two and a half hours. This is better. Like, this is like they came out with a beast, so I better hunker down and get ready. So like, I watched it, and like they drop him off at this house, and I'm like. Okay, so he lives in this closet. Yeah. And he's He's not gay. These adults <laughs> These adults hey oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Peter. You you just said just like kind of made me laugh really hard. You're calling you think, you think being gay is funny? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's <laughs> really like, funny. Like, okay, it'd be lovable. I'll be the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe that makes you a horrible person. That's awesome, but like, I lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they his bedroom is this closet underneath the stairs, and these and this family just abuses him like legit, oh, like, and I'm like. Okay, Dumbledore, McGonagall, and Hagrid. Okay, Hagrid's not as responsible. But like, by the way, did you guys start? Did you guys start the movie at any point? Nope. Okay, okay, okay. I'm in the middle of them in the forest, and like Voldemort's like mowing down on a unicorn. <laughs> that bleeds silver. Um, yeah, dude. I know. Go on, Mercury, probably. Go on. So, Dumbledore drops this kid off with. Parents that he probably knows are gonna okay, either he knows that these people are gonna hate him because of their relationship with Harry's mom, or he doesn't know that and he just dropped them off at his at his um aunt and uncle or whatever and just thought, oh, he'll be fine. So so, so Chris, you actually no, 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 no. Well, you no, make no. Okay. Really we started <laughs> no, we started with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, that was actually now this. We, my opinion has changed three times. Like yeah, 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 yeah. it is now. It went from like, okay, we're starting with this because it's canonical. I can't believe we're starting with this. This is terrible. To this is hilarious. We started with Fantastic Beasts. We just Thank saw you. what happens. We just saw what happens when a child with magical abilities is neglected and abused instead of loved. This, and we just saw the result of that. And how Harry lived to be 11. 
is a miracle in this universe. So, so, yeah. so Chris, I yeah. actually because I actually, these people are idiots. Well, well Chris, yeah. I, <laughs> Dumbledore dropped them off. Hagrid let him, <laughs> McGonagall did the same, and then they just decided, oh, like, Jesus. Like, that was abuse. This is abuse. They did it. Like, they were like, yeah, I know his fan is this, this, these people suck, but let's give them to him. The alternative is he didn't know, and he trusted probably the most powerful wizard to have ever lived to live with abusive parents. Hold on. That hold he did not know. No, 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 no. Even if it's a thing of like, I just wanted to mask the stench. Like, I'm like, I just wanted to mask the stench of him because I didn't want Voldemort coming after him. I'm just like, suck it. Like, seriously. So, 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 so. Stupid. Hold on. This is so, a foolish decision. This is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful segue to talk. You just wiped out half the freaking country. I'm sorry. This is, this is a wonderful segue to talk about. Dumbledore's grand plan. <laughs> no, it is not. No, no, it is no. not. What the hell? Is well, not. I, well, wait, 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 The wait, first wait, movie, my guy. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. First of all, you won't like we we've seen in the last two movies. He's a manipulative son of a bitch. We've also and I and I don't think he's also like he's seen one movie before this. He's seen Goblet of Fire, so he he's seen like the. I I guess my point is is that I I think. Considering how many owls they just kept sending him, considering Hagrid didn't know, it seems like the first book implies that Dumbledore left him with family thinking it would be safe, not understanding how the family felt. Looking at it this way, you have to jump through a lot of hoops because, yes, there is an apparent Dumbledore grandmaster plan, which is like that motherfucker should have known what those people thought of him. And in yeah. the end, maybe he gave him to that family because they didn't like him, and then they'd be like, well, he would never give Harry to that family because they're assholes, but then it's like, why would you put that kid through that abuse for 11 years? You know, it's, again, this is, the, uh, the interesting thing about, like, st like, you love Star Wars, and you grow up on the prequels, so that, like, you watched the 70s films come back and do the pre, like, it's so, it, I, I, <laughs> I just find it so interesting. The next eight years, they're going to apply this both through the books that she wrote and this, and then, yes, eventually there will be a Dumbledore Grandmaster plan. But it also highlights the fact that, yeah, like, I think this movie implies Dumbledore didn't know, but later he had to have. He had to have. What imagine, how power, imagine how powerful of, of, an, of an obscurio that Harry Potter would have been. He, if he here's, here's here's the thing, Chris. Is is so dangerous. So obviously foolish. I could not get that out of my head for half an hour. I was like, we, these people are stupid. We've obviously seen Rowling's whole thing prior. Uh, uh, obviously, very post when this book was written and when this movie was written with the whole concept of the scary. And she's actually been asked this exact question, ironically, of. Well, you, you create the idea of an obscurial, and obviously a character like Credence has an obscurial, but why doesn't Harry? When obscurials die young because they blow up with all their magical power, and, um, and Harry didn't do that. And the apparent answer I'm going to emphasize here is that uh, the Dursleys never disencouraged Harry from using magic, and that he always... Uh, uh, emphasis, this is Rowling's excuses. <laughs> is that... My he, jaw's on the floor right now. He, he innately used magic. So, 
for example, in the next movie, he like talks to snakes and, and like other weird shit happens, shit disappears and shit like that. And the difference between him and Credence is that Credence was never allowed that option, never allowed that opening. He had to constantly fight to no. keep it in, and that's what caused no. him. Again, Roland's excuse, not mine. Bullshit excuse, if you ask me. And everyone's called bullshit on this, and Rolling, you no. know, Rolling. I'll tell you what happened. She created the rule. That <laughs> she did. Cre- I will <laughs> tell you what happened. She created the rule that Obscurios don't really live to, like, be... 14, which is what Credence is. Okay, so, like, they get to see, like, they die in single digits. Like, the yeah. Scurial that um, Newt was keeping died at eight. Okay, so, like, she's like, oh, man, like, these kids are dying young, and Harry Potter's 11 in the first book. Oh, shit. I gotta make Credence 14 so I can make the, so I don't make it uncommon. So I don't make it, like, like, not, not, that it doesn't happen. But, yeah. like, more often than not, they die. This is also hey, like, and the Harry Potter's is another miracle. I'm just like, that's exactly how it happened. Like, she can't keep track of her own after shit. After all this is a problem. <laughs> Emphasis. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Ever Go ahead. Thank you. You're absolutely Ever right. Since. You're absolutely right. Ever since uh, Voldemort came into play, which was since the start, I have believed, and it may not be true, but everything... Everything is an afterthought. Oh, 100%. She's just picking up the pieces where she dropped them years ago and trying to fill in the gaps. And most of the time it works, okay? Like, it does work. At least in the films it works. It seems it seems seamless and it seems like there's a plan since the start. You know what I'm saying? Because like, other people are adapting it. Right, and I, and, I, and I haven't read the books, so I've just heard from other people's experiences that it's, it all just kind of, you know, she's having fun writing this first Harry Potter book, and then she's, like, working through the story as she's writing it, okay? It's a pretty natural way to write a story. But if it were me, of course I don't have the fucking talent to write a whole series of wizard books. Are you fucking kidding me? But if it were me, I would want to go back, and I would want to revise and proofread and, like, add little details and things before I get out like the next three books so I can work on like half the series and just people are fucking waiting. I don't give a shit. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to want to do it my way, which is try and make it the most perfect thing possible. And I would want to have these little Easter eggs trickle throughout, not something like Voldemort evolve as a evolve just as a villain throughout the books, just because like she's figuring out as she goes, like I would want to go back before I would do shit like that. But that's not really about the movie. That's more about the books for me. Listen, I I, I understand everything you're saying. I don't disagree, and I applaud um, your opinion. Um, and I know I go off on tirades a lot, and you and you guys just kind of let me. But it's incredibly unfair to send me a clip of live action Wallace and Gromit and expect me to listen whenever the fuck you. <laughs> 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 It's horrifying. Anyway, what? I agree with you. <laughs> he didn't send it to all of us. He sent it to me. But it was just fucking crazy. Whatever, man. <laughs> I wanted to trip you up. Oh, that's horrifying. Okay, anyway. But I agree with you. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, when you get a message from Peter and I look at it, I'm like, this is horrifying. Why would anyone ever do this? And I agree with you on Rowling. <laughs> That seed was planted at <laughs> 7.23, okay? 
The time <laughs> right now of this recording is 11.49. I have waited so long for this to happen. Oh, damn, dude. That is a time bomb, buddy. Damn. Holy crap. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you weren't even talking about Harry Potter yet. No. Okay, so, okay, so Chris, uh, while I do agree with all of this, she's gone back and she blah, 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 Dumbledore's master plan, all things. I think the conceit of this movie is amazing. Yeah, we can talk about how 11 years of torment and abuse and turning into just a house slave should have made him, uh, yeah, like... Like, um, uh, uh, what was his name in the other movie? Credence. Credence. Like Credence. Should have made him like Credence. But no, Harry Potter's like this jovial, nice kid who, like, you know, he's got a scar on his head, but who cares? Like, he's super nice and stuff, but <laughs> talks to snakes. I love the fact. That's the thing. He should have been Slytherin. That's, that's what the point that everyone's making is, like, he, sh- he should have been going down the path of that. But he didn't because Ron and Hagrid... And people were nice to him because he just yeah. already had this sense of niceness to him. I don't know. When you hear the backstory about his parents and stuff, it gets even more interesting, you know, what kind of person Harry is. But I love the conceit that once he goes to the world and people are like, dude, that's fucking Harry Potter. Then the then it gets interesting. Then you're like, yeah, I could go. This is interesting. I like that. No matter how much they backtrack on that, that conceit of this story will always be good from the, the ground up. I don't want to forget this part, but going off of your the thing you said about the Slytherin, Alex, I always thought since I was a wee little fetus, okay, watching these movies, <laughs> I always thought, I mean, he clearly has this insane power that he hasn't really unlocked yet. It's just kind of in this raw form. So he'll make glass disappear on his cousin. He'll somehow talk to a snake and not really realize how he's doing it you know he has these crazy powers that he can't control yet i honestly thought when i was a kid just because he already had this emotional bond to ron and hermione this is like the closest thing he has to family and he just met these kids i think i always thought that he just subconsciously made the hat say Griffin so Peter, you, you make a wonderful point, and I don't know if Thank you've you. ever, I don't know if you've ever actually <laughs> seen the the YouTube uh, the Dumbledore Master Plans series from YouTube Super Carlo. <laughs> That's an actual thing. Nope, it's an yeah, actual. It, pro- it is. Yeah, it's Harry Potter. It's of they, course they it go is. over literally every book in an individual episode. They're like twenty minute long episodes explaining everything. It's incredible. That's really uh, cool. Here's the thing: they shouldn't have to. No, 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 no. Well, this, well I mean, once, once we get to the later movies, they actually do make it a, a convoluted through, like, it's a, the whole thing. In some ways, it's very rewarding, that, and with certain Alex, characters, it's very rewarding. But it is, yeah, it, it, like, I'm sorry? You've seen this video series I'm referring to, right? I have not. No, I have not. But I will, I will, but I, I get what you're, I, I get what you're saying, Chris. But I, I do think that that is one of the problems of the films. But also, I think it's one of the, I think it's the, one of the problems with the last two films. Why there, there shouldn't be two films. They like, we'll learn more about Dumbledore and his other brother and all this stuff. And it's like crap. I don't care about. At the end of the day, it's just, it's just a bunch of stuff I don't care. But, um, but that's just. Uh, when it comes to some aspects of his plan, there are other things that when they come to certain other characters that are so good and so rewarding. So in some aspects it does work, but like, no, 
the plan is very inherent to the the tail end of this entire series. Yeah. Well, the, the plan is not a, it's not important now. It's just it's yeah. very obvious the, that the plan wasn't literally thought, thought out now. All, the plan is literally to enable the climax of, of the Although I, I I would I would say in this in this movie and in this story Dumbledore does do a lot. There are some things about the school that are fucking it's really crazy. Sketch, dude. This whole yeah, this whole place is fucking are you sketch kidding? in general. Like it's a it's death insane. trap. It's a death yeah. trap. Dude, yeah. Like first of all, <laughs> it's constantly falling. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Detention detention for walking around the halls at night is going to a forest filled with werewolves. Fuck off. Yeah. With dude. with you know the with the caretaker that you've already established a bond with. So it's not really that bad. Yeah. Right. I think everyone in this in this school. Oh, and this, I have to emphasize all the professors. No, let him finish. Zach, let him finish. Oh, sorry. All the students, all the professors, everyone attending that school, the fucking owls, the cats, yeah. the rats, the bats, everything in between needs to wear a goddamn helmet. Yep. <laughs> I, I also right. now this this isn't relevant till later, but. The person that they also literally sent him on detention got banned, got expelled from the school for attempting to murder five people. Yeah, man. Also, <laughs> also, hold on. Harry Potter kills a man. Yeah, eleven-year-old, eleven-year-old, eleven-year-old Harry Potter murdered a man in lukewarm blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See here. Okay, so here's the thing. I think the movie at that point, with its whole um, uh, uh, traps and stuff, it's very Raiders of the Lost Ark. Look at this guy die in a horrifying, fun fashion. Very Raiders, everyone. But like, no, he straight up murders a man. Murders a man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it burns his skin to dust, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like, and this is a dude whom the entire year, I, you know, again, this is ignoring Dumbledore's master plan, already knowing what was going on here. It is a dude that everyone thought was like, like, couldn't hurt a fly. It was kind of skittish the whole time. Hair, oh, that, well. There's him in I, cold blood. At Hogwarts, it's kill or be killed. It really is, because that's the thing. Like, I, I, I find it so interesting that, like, is it that they see that people are power hungry, with in general? So they're like, they have to create these houses. I, there's a part of me that's like, these houses are just like astrology. They're like, if you're, if you're gonna be brave, you're gonna be a Gryffindor. But it's like, also the Slytherins are like, no, if you're gonna go on Wall Street and just like not give a shit about the homes that you destroy with money, you're gonna be a Slytherin, like. Uh, why did they create these houses? Is that is that a cast society that they? Who the fuck knows? Who knows? And why not everyone should be united at that school because everyone's a wizard yeah. or a witch, whatever you want to call it. Why why can't everyone? To be, be fair though, classes like that. To be fair though, maybe it's a little more organizational. Like it's easier to manage and track these kids. Sure. Because, like, if they're all just, like, in one giant group, that would just be, like... I just yep. want to point out. But, but here's the thing. Here's my thing. If that's the case, you separate... The, that's why you separate them by year. Race. By what year they're at. Oh, yeah, year, year, yeah, year. I don't know. 
We're having an existential crisis on Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, guys, no, what do I we mean, do? Uh, everything's spiraling. They're, if they're, if they're not, I mean, they're not racist. They're just cliques. It's like you're right. a dweeb, so you go in the dweeby group, and it's like you're a you're a fucking bully. Called the bullies, yeah. Like I after like I know when you get into the lore, there's like a lot of that stuff, but like from the ground up, and it's all supposed to be fun, but it also just sort of points out like my boarding schools and stuff are crazy. However, also, Alex, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. Newt Scamander is Slytherin. No, he's not. Isn't he? No, he was Hufflepuff. The Hufflepuff. Right. Hufflepuff. I thought he was Slytherin. There's no reason. I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know why he's. I don't know. That Yenta motherfucker. Like that. I feel like. I feel like Hufflepuff is like neutral. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. No. Like, you know. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think. I think. Slytherins are like kind of the jocks. Slytherins are kind of the super racist psycho people. Ravenclaws are the people who put their nose in the books too much. So realistically, Hermione should have been a Ravenclaw. And then who the fuck knows what a Hufflepuff is or can't. Hufflepuffs, they're, dude, they're the potheads. Yeah. They're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <brother>. yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Hufflepuff just on a full-on trip. No, no, no. If a Hufflepuff not walked wrong. through the halls. No, 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 no. If a Hufflepuff walked through the halls on a, on a massive trip. And he's watching these staircases and these... Oh, <laughs> these my God. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> he's dude. seeing these three-headed dogs and all this other stuff. Like, bro. Bro. Yeah, I'm already tripping out, man. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, so to talk about Harry Potter briefly, but not oh, talk about God. Harry Potter, I don't know if any of you have seen this. And Alex and Peter, I hope you two look into this because this is wonderful. This has an actor who has really come into his own since doing this. You guys need to see a very Potter musical because Darren Chris is so and later later down the line in the in the second uh musical they get Ivana Lynch who actually plays Luna Lovegood in the Harry Potter Whoa. movies to to play a role in their production. It's okay. So going Darren back to the movie. Such an asshole. I love it. First of all, I would say, I, yeah, before you do, Chris, Peter, yeah, it is actually a fun thing to watch. It is really good. It's so my fun. Thing, my thing is, I think everybody in Hogwarts should be Slytherin. Why? Wow. Why do you say that? Wait, wait. Do you feel like every, do you feel like a Grindelwald was correct? <laughs> Are you pro Grindelwald? Are you my fucking, God, what's up, what's up, man? Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. I'm sorry. Okay. I, don't have, I don't have any. I don't have any explanation behind that. It's a joke. Pick a side, man. Pick a side. Pick a side. Pick a side. Pick a lane, Lois. You piece of shit. Okay, I was gonna. Jesus fucking Christ. So hatred. Um. Okay. So I. So, but besides that, Chris, how'd you feel when you watched it? Two and a half hours. How'd it go? This is a mess. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ow. it was a mess. Aww. It was a mess. Just like, Aww. okay, so, like, there's no, like, the whole thing just revolves around the stone, but, like, often, but too often, it would just get forget forgotten about because they have to learn potions, they have to learn wand skills, they have to learn Quidditch, they have to play Quidditch, they have to, like, Is there a like do all this other movie? stuff. You thought the movie was about the stone? Titles are important, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's about the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does. Yes, but that's not what this is. That's not what this is. Judge it fairly, you son of a bitch. Come on. That's like saying that just... Oh, that, oh. That's super funny. That's so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I don't matter. I no, I can't, I, can't, I, I can't breathe. I got my ace, guys. I got my ace. I got my ace. Oh, oh god. Oh my god, I can't oh, breathe. Man. <laughs> I can't into the spider verse just about the spider verse? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. Stone. Oh my god. Chris, you dog. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. God. Fuck. It's like not even. Come on, man. Come on. It's about a kid who gets to go to school, man. I can't, I can't breathe. I can't oh, breathe at all. So funny. I'm like waiting an hour and a half to get this fucking stone on the way. What the fuck? And it's like, come on, man. That's <laughs> not what this is. Oh my god. Oh god. It's Harry oh, I'm going to pass and out. And the philosopher of Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. That's so funny. Hold on. Stop. 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 Seriously. Seriously. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. Oh, man. So funny. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. Oh, Chris. Oh, poor Chris. Oh, poor Chris. Uh, you were thinking, you were thinking about this double doors angle. <laughs> like, you're thinking from Baltimore's angle. It's like missing Harry Potter's journey all together. Oh, God. Chris, Chris. Oh, man. Guys, come on. Come on. <laughs> I can't breathe. Hold on. No, I want, I want this to be the end of the movie. Oh shit! Oh god! This is a magical school with these great friends. This every guy's great. Where the fuck is this stone? I'm out of here. I'm the red little stone that was kept up like. Unless that stone was. I'm serious, guys. I can't breathe. I'm fucking out of this movie. At the very end of the movie, the climax is like, finally, God, just kill him already. Get the stone. Oh, jeez. Funny. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. My, <laughs> my throat is sore. My stomach hurts. I can't breathe. Dude, it's <sighs> about a kid that goes to magical school and you're just. You like, won't let me finish. I can't breathe. Let me keep uh, my us, <laughs> man. No, I will not let you get past that. <laughs> you, you did this. You did this. Don't blame this on us. Don't gaslight. I didn't even think. No, no, no. I didn't even think about that before you. Before you. 
Like I, I didn't even think about that before I had like before we had brought it out. I was like, wait a minute, titles are important. And then you guys started laughing. I'm like, oh wait, that's so stupid. I'm just playing off your excellent joke, dude. It was an Rick excellent God. joke. So <laughs> I titles like aren't important. Oh. You say that again, oh. Peter. I haven't laughed like that in a week. That's so funny. <laughs> so many things were going through my head at once. I couldn't fucking speak. You broke my brain. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a great no, no. show. A great so I had to. So I was thinking this, like, for most of the movie. I was like, where the hell is this stone? <laughs> like, what's the plot of this movie? What are they trying to figure out? I'm like, like, what's the, like, I was struggling with the plot, right? Oh god, I'm crying. <laughs> I I don't think I've laughed that hard since like North uh, and North. Like that was we're ready to rumble. Ready to rumble was hilarious. You're a fucking animal. Oh god. So. Oh my god. If I go into the next Harry Potter movie and there's no Chamber of Secrets, I'm gonna be really. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for a yeah. treat. It don't show up for two hours. Fair. 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 No. <laughs> I mean, it's still shut up. Wait, wait, wait. So, oh, Chris, I had you to... should watch it style. Just watch it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> that would um, get the what you wanted at the start. So. Dog. Dog. The next one's longer, and it takes even longer to see that. That's what she said. <sighs> so. I had to remember, at the time when this was made, this was the first movie in the franchise. Yes. They had a lot of groundwork to, like, they had to establish this. It's obvious to me, watching this. Oh, God, I can't, I can't catch my breath. Um, <clears throat> um, like, it's, like, it became obvious to me. Like they, Like, they had a plan to make, at least a soft plan to make, all of the books into movies. Mm. And so there's a lot of groundwork to cover and they decided to establish this world and Harry as a character, as a person over an actual like plot. Like they had him playing Quidditch and they had him learning how potions work they had him learning what all this stuff is had him shopping through um <clears throat> that secret marketplace they had him learning all that stuff because we're learning it with him because if we're, we're learning it with him it's easier right. to um it's easier to um relate to him because we're learning it as he is like we're not we are not ahead or behind like we're in step with him um, I like them. So, um, so I was so I had to remember that as I was watching. I was like, okay, they're just laying out the groundwork. And then when I realized that, I'm like, I started to enjoy it more. Um, like they, it shows. Like they at the time, it's 2001, so there's only so like the CGI is not going to age that great, but it still looked good for the time. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And but it's good, yeah. right. It's still good. obvious though. They committed to this. Like they put this is gonna be the, I think this is gonna be like the story throughout these movies is that they put effort into this. They put yep. legitimate effort into making this into something. Right. There's like 
there's nothing like this at the time. So I had to, so my question was like, I know there are like adaptations of books. Was like, was this like the first time they tried to like, like someone tried to commit an entire like three, like they do, they try what adapt. They tried <clears throat> to adapt like eight or, or at the time seven seven um like three inch sized books into movies. Like is that like they tried to turn oh. book a book. A, like a blockbuster novel franchise into a movie series adaptation, like of this so, scale. So, so Chris, uh, to answer both your questions, uh, man, answer, I need a breather too because that. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go on a slight tangent about this. So, please. So, uh, the first quite answer. Where's my water? Is um. <laughs> yeah, me too, dude. Actually, Holy shit. When they when they were working on adapting this movie specifically, they they didn't actually necessarily have seven books. They had four, four or five. I don't remember. I think. Oh, so it was a Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. They weren't even done. So, oh my god. So Order of the Order of the Phoenix, I think, was released the same year that this movie came out. I want to say, maybe maybe not. Hmm. Uh, um. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out exactly exactly. Oh man, not the same year. Uh, uh, so okay, so I would say in terms of cinema, um, in terms of cinema, the, it wouldn't be also though because uh, I believe Fellowship of the Ring came out before them. Lord of the Rings kicked the door open, but yeah. this is a close tie. Okay, uh, then so, I'd say so Chris, YA then. So, so Chris, by the time you read this, uh, yeah, for YA, this is for sure the first. Uh, Secondly, uh, by the time that this movie came out, uh, only Goblet of Fire had been fully released. So they were they didn't know how long it was going to go. So they had four well, we books to about, go on, and they just decided, okay. Yeah. Well, it's not that they just decided. I think with I, the, the book, we haven't even gone into the books, which is why I need to do more research. But the books, by this point, were a massive success. They were mega they were huge. Yeah. That's why this movie is what it is. Like, they knew what it was. They were four books in, and Rowling was starting to get the plot, and they were like, we could make eight of these. We 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 could make seven or eight of these. But guys, this is going to be fucking great. We have to kick the door down. And Lord of the Rings and this are tied. But to be honest, before this, nothing, nothing was planned like this. This is pre-Marvel, and right out the gate, amazing. I think this is amazing. Like, it is a mess. Really? Yes. Really? To, to go to go off on what you're saying, this actually kicked the door open for Marvel more than anything. Yes, exactly. This was like, to Marvel. Anything. For me, to this was a proof of concept to Marvel. Like, if Kevin Feige saw if Kevin Feige saw what was happening here and was like, "Oh, this is possible. Like we could do this." I, this is I more than proof of concept, Chris. This is right. That's what I'm saying. This is like proof of concept to them. It's more than that. This is this is, basically. It's not just a proof of concept. This is this series being as strong as it was and as good as it was, especially this movie was not just a proof of concept. It was it was not only the proof. It was the drive. It was to make something as good as this. And <laughs> Mar Marvel is Marvel is a whole other animal for the sheer fact that they were trying to make different movies and tell an overarching story. This is important because it is television in cinema. 
Yes. For eight years, they were going to say, we're going to have a, we're basically going to give you a season of television a year on a cinematic scale that you go to the theaters for. And you know it's coming because we all went to middle school and high school. So <laughs> this is what's going on. <laughs> and it's basically television on the big screen. It's the opposite of what things are doing now. It's, it was done right at the time that Sopranos would hit and the golden era of television would happen where cinema became TV. So this went backwards and it actually was a huge success for it. Again, this is, I, I cannot stress this enough, which is why I want this world to, to continue cinematically past Rowling and all the bullshit and Fantastic Beasts. I, I, these eight films are a miracle of cinema. They are amazing. They're cast perfectly. There are a few problems. They, they eventually find their groove halfway, just like the books, and then they will continue on to make amazing money and then form great careers and great artists and give everyone a great job, and the world itself would be amazing for eight years. None of these films are as bad as Fantastic, uh, Fantastic Two. Like None of them are that bad. None of these films are awful, which is amazing. For eight movies straight, that's that's phenomenal. That's mind and, and what's even more impressive, and this is actually to continue, they only took a year off, I think, like twice in the entire franchise. They did. <clears throat> they took wild. a year off between Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire, and then they did it again between Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows Part 1. That was... Also, also um, if uh, my... Uh, other than that, it was... My voice different. is gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, yeah. do you actually want to take, like, like ten minutes, dude. Like you can no, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm good. You want to restart? <laughs> Come on, that okay, was a good okay, one. okay, Come okay, okay. Come okay. On. That was a good one. Right. <laughs> I might give you that one. I don't know. Uh, I'll get back to you. But I was gonna say, I was just gonna say, like, this actually took ten years between these eight movies. Yeah, really. I think a yep. little bit more than that. This I movie think... came out in two thousand one. Mm. I just yeah. really because the last one I believe came out in 2010, 2011. Okay, but that was the second part of it. The first that one was part two. Yes. So, okay, so so ten years, I guess. Yeah, ten years. Crazy, sure, man, that is crazy. Eight That's movies, like eight movies in eight ten years. years, and then Marvel went ahead and made twenty three in the same amount of time. Well, God, dude. <laughs> Chris, you got to understand they 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 went through what four direct three or four directors something like that three four four I I think for what this Coriano Mike Duel yeah so they went through four directors and how many Marvel directors they have fifteen or twenty at least and and they had and not only that Marvel I think went through what two produced production studios because. They started at Paramount and then they went to Disney. Like guys, we can't we can't compare this to Marvel. It's no, entirely different. It's like it comparing is. a bear. It's like a it's like comparing a bear to a dragon. It just doesn't. I, I, it's I not it. okay. Okay, let's compare it to Star Wars instead because I have sure. comments. <laughs> sure. I mean, I would argue that for the modern times, this did as much work as Star Wars did, if not more. I, I think I think again. No, I'm not talking original Star Wars. I'm talking I'm sequel talking, Star Wars. I'm talking now. I get it. 
Now well, I get it with Ray. Now it's Harry Potter to well, me. Well, Chris, now I understand. The, the, I kept oh, thinking about yeah, that too. I'm just so like, true. oh my Chris, god, it's true. So like true. they went ahead. Like, oh my god, yeah, the thing, the it's thing, pretty ballsy. The, the thing you really want to look at actually is not that the comparison of this and the sequels. You got to compare this to the prequels because that they were coming out around the same time. No, nope, no, nope, no, well, absolutely no, not. Was, those was, are not the same thing. Well, no, no but, I mean, like, like the Quidditch thing. I was like, a lot of this looks like the prequels, but uh, in terms of what you're saying, uh, I'm not gonna uh, just skirt over that, Chris. Yes, like Rise of Skywalker, Ray is turned into Harry Potter. It's blatant and it fucking sucks. But um, I do think that if he has a good point. Like when I was watching the Quidditch match, I was like, how is this any different than the battle? With like um, Jar Jar Binks and his and his uh, mates, like this looks pretty much the same. They're wizards. Okay, so <laughs> they're wizards. Here's my thing. Here, I do have a okay. I do have a concern. I do have a concern about this though. Okay. Are they all, are they gonna be this vague with him for the next seven movie, movies? What do you are mean? they gonna get helmets? Wait, I, I'm I sorry. Guess, what, do you, Chris, what do you mean by vague? That, like, are they gonna be vague with Harry? Like, are they just going to, like, are they just going to keep, like, dragging him along this, giving him, like, little bits of, like, okay. so, so, data yeah, yeah, yeah. on Voldemort for the next so, seven movies, so for the next, I'll, like, I'll five let, or six I'll movies? Let, I'll let I got Zach it, I got go, it, I got and then I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. I, I got it. So, um, they basically <clears throat> stay pretty vague up until about, uh, I, I would say they really start giving answers. Probably midway through the third movie, but also in the fourth. But really, the real big, big answers that we really start getting a real feel for this here are the stakes of this world is in Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix mm -hmm. opens the door to everything. I, I see what you're talking about, Chris. I'm going to say two things. A, the vagities come from two different areas, which is nobody wants to talk about how famous it is that this kid is dead. Or that his parents are dead and he survived. Like, this Voldemort killed a lot of people, and the reason he's not there is this kid. And that's people just, it's a hard thing to talk about him. Like, what do you say to that kid? What do you fucking say? That's what you're famous <laughs> for. That's crazy. On top of that, well, if you go uh, Malfoy's uh, route, you can just bully him. Um, well, he, tr he tried to befriend him first. In his in his dickish in his dickish way, Harry had chosen side. He'd spent his time with Ron. He'd already had his loyalties. Yes, but who knows if he'd just walked in there and he just met Draco? Like who'd have known? I think he would have eventually been like you guys are bullies. But like Malfoy originally wanted to befriend the most famous kid in the world because he didn't care that he was famous. Because like we're gonna get into the Malfoys. We're gonna get into them. Like it's just like it's so <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. I just had a thought. But like. Uh, but in terms of what you're truly asking, um, um, the real thing that I do like is the conceit here is that, yes, Voldemort is around, and eventually at some point there's going to be a confrontation between them, like a true earnest confrontation. And the best way to think about this is a war movie. When, uh, like the, all eight movies, think of it as a war movie. Uh, the general is Dumbledore. And Harry Potter is a soldier. It's that simple. He's given what he's given, and he's need to know. Need to know. Please base. tell me this ends in a courtroom scene with Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson. No, that would be amazing. 
Uh, <laughs> amazing. I could do that whole monologue right now, but I would just slip in Harry Potter stuff. It'd be amazing. I want oh, the God. truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> you live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with wands. Who's going to do it? You? You, <laughs> Lieutenant Weinberg? <laughs> I could do that whole thing. Oh, God. You, Lieutenant uh, Weasley? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. God, I Jesus, love that's it. Amazing. Um, but no, it, but that's the thing. From day one as a series, she was like, Voldemort's around. He's coming back. Harry's in town. All of this is going to lead somewhere in how many of her books is going to happen. So YA books, so probably when he's done with high school. So all of that is there. So when it comes to him and Dumbledore, it's, yes, there's a master plan. They can't give him everything. You can't. It's a war. And you can't give your soldier everything. Like, if there's spies, stuff like that, stuff matters. And I think, I think as much as that can be frustrating, it is actually the thing that gives the whole story, as of eight movies, propulsion by the by the goblet of fire then you realize the stakes are up they're like oh he's around it's a war things are real and like i think it's it's super interesting because the last movie is about dumbledore asking a previous student to do these things for him that like could get him in trouble and like with the law and like basically is espionage like Dumbledore has a history with asking his students to pull straight up espionage in the world of magic. It's fucking crazy. On his uh, on his gay lover. Hey, uh, hey man, yeah, because he can't do it. Because <laughs> he made a blood pact with him. Yeah, well, dude. Like, up, like, he fell for a manipulative asshole. He, yeah. Who can turn into any attractive male that he wants? The, the, the... Oh God, that's right. Oh my God. Oh. He keeps turning into attractive oh. men. Oh, oh God! Yeah, okay, the whole weight, the he whole weight of his shape shifting power just hit yeah, me. He goes oh my God! To Johnny Depp to Mads Mikkelsen, like think yeah. about that. That didn't even just register with me until now. Oh. but it's a it's a history. Dumbledore asks his students to pull espionage a lot, and the thing about espionage is you don't tell your soldier everything, you don't tell your spy everything. That's not how that shit works. It's a need to know fucking basis, like Tenet. You need to know what you need to know. Lord Jesus. Oh, God. Disgusting. I think it's what... He shapeshifted... Oh, God. No. It gives the the films propulsion. They go from being a kid that goes to school every year to, okay, there's a legit good and evil. People are picking... Like I said, in two movies, it's shit. In eight movies, it works a lot better. Um, But no, they... Once uh, you see everything fall into place, it'll be worth it. No, they got. They went from kids playing Quidditch to um, Johnny Depp killing babies. Johnny oh. Depp and uh, Zoe Kravitz killing babies. Yeah, I mean this. This whole story is the whole point about a kid survived uh, someone trying to murder him. In fact, okay. he murdered Here's my as thing. a baby the wizard. He murdered Voldemort as a baby. <laughs> I have an additional. I have an additional theory between Harry Potter's child abuse, uh, childhood, childhood, abuse of childhood. Um, the the killing, the babies and Fantastic Beasts, the um the strictness of the professors at Hogwarts. Um, like, like Harry Potter went from an abusive relation to these really strict professors, except for maybe McGonagall and uh, Dumbledore. I was gonna say, dude, um, one of them buys a fucking broom for an eleven anyway. kid, like, bro. But like. 
but and like the other one with all that in mind cloak. Even with all that in mind with all that in mind i think rowling hates kids yes <laughs> i'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna tell you what i think <laughs> um first of all if, if she hate, i love that i love that idea chris because that means she sold just sold a product to kids and just took all their fucking parents money to my goddamn pawns in the world that she just doesn't care whether they are anything unless they think they're women or their opposite sex and fuck that uh, um, no <laughs> This is what I think. Rowling was living down on her luck. At this time, she had seen not the best things of the world. I think she is a proponent of it's a harsh world. You grow up in it, and your ability to see the brighter things of life is what Harry Potter is all about. He had a horrible childhood. He knew there was something different about him, and he just thought if he could get through the day, day by day, that eventually he would be able to be an adult and make his own decisions and be able to just, you know, figure out who he was as a person. Nothing was stopping him from having a good disposition. And then he gets to go to this world and prove that he's like, that's the, that's why the last line is great. He's like, I am home. I, I, this is my home. I'm going away from my home now. I'm going to go see. I'm, that's the real humans are not my world. And I get it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think it. this world is fucked up. The wizarding world is fucked up. But if the whole point is these as these wizards are born with this ability like Scarlet Witch harnessing it the wands allow them to harness it like how does it work like he's making windows disappear on his own it doesn't need a wand the wand just helps you challenge channel things so the world is inherently dangerous but then as a story it's stupid where it's like you were wandering the halls at night well now you get to go in this dangerous forest with all these dangerous things where like you know a horrible blood sucking um dark wizard that can't be named I, I just think stuff like that is kind of stupid. But also, guarantee we will never see that centaur again. I don't remember. He was pretty, he was pretty dull, wrong, though, buddy. right? I he was bet pretty dull. <laughs> I believe we do, but at the same time, I agree. He's not. He's not a huge thing. But he. Yeah, we see. What's his name? We, uh, his hold name? on! No, 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 no. We we wow. see him again in Narnia. That's where we see. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We see him in Harry Potter again. No, his name. No, yeah, it was like Horse Dick Rick or something. Uh, what was his name? Uh, his name? Rick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to 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 make a really 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 old reference here, we're gonna call Voldemort a new name. And and and, and Chris, hey. I Chris and Peter. I hope you both are. are remember this enough to, to remember this quote because okay. we're going to call him Lord Moldybutt. <laughs> Lord Moldybutt? Yeah. Oh my god. I, that was my I nickname. Need to name up quick. Oh, Chris. You're beautiful. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, we it was crazy. Uh, it was it wasn't it wasn't high school. It was elementary school, and it wasn't. Uh, do you do you Lord Mold? It wasn't Mo- Lord Moldy. I like, it was Crybaby Chris. Do you remember that reference? You know that reference. I is? like Moldy Wart better. It's, Moldy not, Wart? it's simpler. Moldy Wart. Yeah. Do, it's do much you remember, simpler. You remember what that that reference is to, right? 
Uh, Childhood Pain? It's from a show called The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy from an episode titled Nigel Planter in the Chamber Pot of Secrets. I like that. Oh, I, know where I, ba- I barely remember that. Oh, it's, it, Rebel Taxi did a video on that. It was a like, horrible joke about Voldemort. It was wonderful. Do you like that show, Zach? What? Are you a fan of that show, Zach? I am a huge fan of that show. I, I have not show since I was have a you heard? Have you heard of the movie Psycho Gorman? Yes, I've seen Psycho Gorman. You have, dude. Is it is it just like the show? Yes, it's it's like, nice. It's like the show if it was live action and rated R. So I want. Oh, instead of skirting the line of like PG. <laughs> uh, but I mean that's the thing. It sounds like it's a straight up fucking ripoff. Oh, it's wonderful, and I I love it, and it it's crazy and weird, and I love the Grim Adventure of Billy Mandy too. It is just crazy <laughs> i'm going to see it regardless it looks fantastic but i feel like it's just a ripoff and i kind of don't want to give it money that's the case however it does look amazing and gross and violent and i, I just can't wait yeah i i mean i mean they <laughs> everything about those episodes made me happy too because they made like five episodes around <clears throat> the whole storyline and nigel planner is like awful and i love him and he He's such a terrible person. So uh, that's so. Hashtag back to Willow, Chris. What, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be rude, but I do. I okay. I want to ask this question before I forget it. Um, what do you think? What do you want to see from certain characters? What are you hoping happens in the future? Ooh, good question. Um, I hope Hermione gets a nice. Uh, doesn't get a slice of humble pie. She gets the whole darn thing. Um, Whoa! Damn. Wow. You don't think she got that when it came to the bathroom? I mean, Ron was mean to her. She was still... I mean, like, I want her smarts to not work at one point. You want her to just be dumb? (laughs) No, not be dumb. I just want her to... I just want her just smarts to not solve the problem. (laughs) Um, That doesn't doesn't require stupidity. That's amazing. That doesn't. Re- that does not require. That does not require stupidity. Let it out, man. It just requires Wait that, like, that you. it's not enough. Wait a second. Why can't Why can't her intelligence of wizardry get her out of scenarios? Do you think? Well, I'm not. Let me ask that. I don't think that's what you're necessarily saying. Well, I mean, think, well, where's the arc in that? Is all I'm saying. Do you think she's Do you think she's too pretentious about it? Just a little. Too snobby about it? Just a little. I know she's a that's kid. Fair. But like, that I think I want you to learn more about. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want Ron to get the same thing. Well, what? Like, right, I mean, yes, Ron's, Ron's just a dick. Ron is a cocky asshole. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ron is a dick. I agree. I agree. I think here's the thing. Harry's I just. Harry's well, just I, like. I asked, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go no. Go, go ahead. No. 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 I don't. No. Go ahead. So like, okay, and Harry's uh, Harry's just like... Harry's just like uh, <laughs> Harry's just like uh, like when uh, when uh, Ron's making fun of her in the courtyard before she runs off. It's like, and uh, uh, like Harry's just like, dude, what? Like you're gonna, dude? She's right there. She's walking right next to you. Where are you going? Like what are he you doing? He's laughing. He's laughing. Oh my god. <laughs> Harry was laughing. That's mean. 
Of course, I agree. But like, well, uh, here's the thing. I uh, you said listen, yourself, Peter. This eleven-year-old just murdered a man. Okay, like, yeah. Well, I think, I think it was deserved. Course. I think it was well deserved. That guy was a nasty yeah. piece of shit. So he was a nasty piece of shit. He was a terrible person, and he yeah. was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just does a wart on the back of his head. Sorry, moldy wart on the back so, of his head. Right. So when I, so the guy's killing unicorns. So right when I see, unicorns. he deserves death. When I see an eleven-year-old kill a man in deserved it. cold blood, like I'm gonna be like, okay, dude, I'm gonna judge you more as more of an adult. You just did that. I think that's the point of the series. Like, he walks into this world where they're like, you killed the most powerful, evil person in the world, and none of us know how you did it, but you did it as a baby. And then you did it again. And no one questioned it. Like, that's the interesting thing. Like, Dumbledore's like, uh, you, whatever happened between you and the teachers, between yourself, and apparently everyone knows about it. Here's your goodwill stuff. And, like, that's basically saying that you walked into that room with that teacher and only you walked out. And only was left was dust in a fucking pile of clothes. You killed that man. And Dumbledore knows how you did it. Because Harry talks about it pretty easily. He's like, why did he die when I touched him? Yeah, die when you murdered him. Everyone knows that he murdered two men in his life. He's famous. He's the most famous murderer of evil men ever. And he's 11. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. That, You're, You're a wizard, Harry. Harry. You're a hairy wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Um, Sorry, So, <laughs> You're a hazard, Harry. What? <laughs> Um, so, other than that, I was just like, okay, like, the whole Quidditch thing was pretty fun, like, especially knowing that, like, um, shoot, what was I going to, um, like, I know, like, I've seen, like, I've seen bits and pieces of the rest of the series, but I never watched a lot of these movies start to finish, but, like, I know what happens a few times, is like, my mom's a Harry Potter fan, so like it was inevitable that I'd see a few clips. <laughs> so knowing that, what happened? No, uh, knowing with, I am losing my I mind. I am broken. Um, my mind's gone. I'm so happy. You, you guys goofballs! I fucking love you, goofballs. So. Thank <laughs> Um. Me too. So like um knowing what happens with uh Snape later on right, right, and that right. fake out. What fake like, out everybody thinking what like, everybody out? thinking you were, like they were establishing that it was Snape that was snooping around Hogwarts trying to get that stone, but it turns out it was the weird dual head looking guy. Uh the actor's name is David Thewis. He's the bad guy from Wonder Woman. I did not recognize him without the mustache. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Interesting. Um, oh, oh! Uh, in, in another context, um, the video that I sent you, Peter, he's in the play of, of one of the uh, plays that he mentions in there. I, I also want to point out, oh. Alex, Ian Hart plays the main villain. David Thewlis eventually plays uh, a good guy later in, in the franchise. Oh my god, really? Yeah. 
Oh wow, they look so much alike. Yeah. Ironically, That's David Lupin, David he's fucking Lupin. David Thewlis actually auditioned for the role, but was later cast as Lupin. Later, Dude, that, guy, that guy looks straight up. Like Lupin the third. It was fucking him. That'd yes, be amazing. The third. No, good, good call, Zach. I didn't look it up, but uh, like, dude, I totally thought it was him. I actually knew this because I know David Thewlis wasn't personally. Oh <laughs> no, no. Do yeah. no. <laughs> okay. um, uh, do a callback. He uh, Zach rubbed his head once. I know. Uh, funny story though is that Richard Bremer played the hooded version of uh, of Voldemort. Dude, I'm looking at him right now. He looks exactly... Oh my gosh, we forgot about yeah, the Zach rubbing his head. Send me it. He looks <laughs> just like him, though, doesn't he? Ian Hart. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I, I absolutely should have looked it up. Him as reference? What? Like a, like a reference thing? As we are all looking at somebody's face and then comparing it to another face. No, I mean, Lewis and Ian Hart just look the same. Like, yes, they oh. do. We were just I doing just, dead air? Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I want to point out that I I love that David Bradley's in this. And, and oh. so if you don't know who David Bradley is, he, uh, he plays. Vern Troyer's in this. Vern Troyer, uh, mini me. Oh wait, yes he is. Yes he is. Uh, I was about to say he's in the credits, so you better not. Vern Troyer is plays a physical role; does not voice anyone. Uh, I know. Vern Troyer was the stand-in for all of Warwick Davis. It's which is absurd. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, um. The, just, just okay. So, let, just like, to let you guys know, Mini Me is the stand-in for Willow. <laughs> uh, We're small. Uh, what, a, what a small world we live in. Wow. Oh wow. That's yeah. the guy, I guess. Get out. Yeah, I love. I love that you're I'm so red hot tonight. Chris. I'm red hot. Love it. Yeah, so you are tonight. Um. So let me. So let me ask you this, Snape. You. So how did you feel about that? Like, I think it's pretty obvious when they're in the Quidditch match that they're like. I oh. really miss Alan Rickman. We all miss Alan. Rickman. Uh, yeah, Alan Rickman. First of all, even though first he's amazing, but even though he is not the bad one, he is a weird fucking dude, right? Yeah. yeah. Creepy. Wait, what'd, what'd you say? What'd you say? E- even though he is not the one who is, who is sorry, evil. you guys cut out for me. Snape, Snape. Even Thank though you. Snape is not the one who is evil in this, he is a weird fucking dude, right? I love him so much. Okay, it's no, unhealthy. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. You want to go back to the sequel trilogy? That's where they got the look for Kylo Ren from. This is yeah. Harry Potter. Even in Force Awakens, like he is, like he dresses like Voldemort. They're yeah, not Voldemort, as Snape. I just want to point out. Good call. And he even looks like Snape with a haircut. I just just want to point out, and this is kind of the the funniest thing about uh, Alan Rickman, is how physically violent he gets, like, later in the franchise to these kids. Like, he'll be walking down, like, a corridor, and he'll just hit a kid on the head with a book. Fuck yeah, he will. Twerps. Twerps (laughs) is what they are. Not wearing helmets. If they wore helmets, they wouldn't feel it. What was it you said earlier? Death trap. I feel like you just want to. I feel like you just want to sell helmets to the school. He just smacked people on the head with a 
Look. Hey, to, be fair, to be fair. To get a job um, at a helmet selling company. I mean, to be fair, Mark Harmon does it every fall or spring. I know, but like. Do you see a wheelchair underneath Mark Harmon? No, you don't, because Mark Harmon's the greatest man that ever lived. <laughs> I will also say, um, if Alan Rickman had passed before Harry Potter was done filming, I would have uh, asked that his replacement be uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh my god. An idiot sandwich! An idiot sandwich! What are you? Lord Ramsey freaks out a lot, and the thing about Snape is that he doesn't. Snape is like a bondage freak, and you okay, know it. How about what like, is, what is Gordon Ramsay? Like Da Vinci Code style whip marks of him just being like, I'm not gonna freak out, but inside I'm freaking out. What if um what if uh what if what if Gordon Ramsay played a younger Snape? If that I know that's not that completely oh, possible, man. but that would be Snape. Stop. But that would have been a nice arc. Like he just goes from this violent, aggressive person to this calm, not so, not as aggressive. Terrible ideas. Like Alan Rickman is a fucking darling, and you should. Raw. I'm sorry, Chris. I do enjoy. I love his idea, though, of a of a now sixty something year old Gordon Ramsay playing in the Fantastic Beasts, a young Snape. I'm for it. Raw. This potion is raw. This is how you make scrambled dragon eggs. Raw! Raw! You donkey! Donkey! You know it. Oh my god, he can call someone a donkey or a monkey and he'll turn them into a donkey or a monkey. Donut. Donut! I wonder what his bogart would be. Like Gordon Ramsay Snape, what what would his bogart be? Raw fish? I'd be a raw fish. (laughs) Raw salmon. Well, Snape, anyway, so Snape was not Snape was not evil in this. It was the it was the yeah. It, it was the it was the town guy. So, wow, are you assuming his race? Yeah, dude, hot. Yeah, no, he, hot. Wore ta- he wore a towel on his head, man. He is sexy. <laughs> Come on, guys, am I the only one here? He was so hiding. The so first it was dogs. fish oil, and now it's towels. God damn it, Alex. Why are you so damn racist? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, because, because you're uh, filled with hatred. Bubble protect me from Voldemort. So, overall, I guess I should say... Um, I did, I did, I did like this movie. It's just like... Like, they had to establish the world, therefore the plot had to take a second... That had to take, like, a second priority. So, but, obviously, with the benefit of hindsight, that decision paid off, didn't it? Um, mm. It paid off in spades. Yes, so... Did it? What do you mean, did, what do you mean, did it? <laughs> I don't know who did it, Chris. Yeah, let's just to... Google the. Why don't you just Google like production? What's with why? What's with the mind games tonight? Zach? Um, what the hell? Box office. <laughs> the mind game you have tonight. It's one division, man. Don't 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 pay anymore. What like? No, it's fu- yeah, it's lighthouse style stuff. Oh my god! Stop! 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 
I can't. So... I can't. I can't do this. I can't. I, gotta, <laughs> I have to leave this planet or something. I can't. I gotta. I get. I, I can't do this. Um, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I'm, good, I'm going to fucking Mars. If anyone wants to come with me, you can. But don't talk. Tell, Elon, tell Elon Musk I said hi. Um, you said you said you really loved Hagrid, Chris. Yes. Hagrid's the best, hands down. Even though he's a, even though he's a transphobe, hands down, he's the best character. He loves Harry the most. Screw Dumbledore. Do you think it has to do with? Do you think it has to do with the fact we went through two movies of uh, people loving animals? That's his whole bag. No. Just asking. I just like Hagrid as the one adult that doesn't treat him like trash. Damn. True. Well, no, no, the Weasleys. Weasley's an adult. Yes, the Weasley adults. The mom does not treat him like that. She she takes Harry under her. She doesn't have enough time to do that. Well, you haven't watched the other ones. I know. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I am just implying to your rule, which is that she is an adult who immediately in that moment he's like, "Can I? Can you answer my question? I'm. I don't know what I'm doing." And she's like, "Yes, follow my kids." Her her son becomes his best friend. Like, she was a nice adult for the five minutes that she saw him, yeah. yeah. Also, I like the fact that Harry, in the wizard world, is filthy rich. He's not yeah, like, that's that fucking awesome. He's rich. Like, he is loaded. And yeah, he's great. loaded. He's, I wouldn't call him filthy rich if you compare it to some of the people in this franchise. Like, Literally, Malfoy, okay. sure, but, like, come on. That's now a lot of gold. He lives in a closet <laughs> under stairs. The dude is fucking rich. I'm and sorry. He's not, and he's straight, right? I, I, I'm <laughs> what? Are you sure? Wait, what? I don't know. It, I don't know. Peter, it's what? J.K. Rowling. That changes by the day. Um, I was going to say. Oof. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that joke didn't age well, did it? <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even realize that. Oh, God what damn it. God, I'm having too much. I'm having too many crises right now, okay? Crisis? So they're like, no, Christ. I bet Rowling was Rowling was like, uh, Rowling was like, no guy, no my loyal fans, um, Harry and Ron are not gay. We I created another redhead for Harry to fall in love with. Lol. Damn, they they would be pretty good gay guys, wouldn't they? Huh. Kind of like Finn and Poe. Look how that turned out. I'm I'm to- I'm totally Hermione Harry. It should be Hermione Harry. I think about that now because I'm like, I don't know. I should always I have been. Uh, I know I'm only like, I know I'm. I haven't seen all these movies, but like so far, I'm not sold on Harry and Hermione. Like, well, I know yeah. I get that Harry. I get it, that Harry is like a lot of this comes up. You're from shipping like, fucking eleven year olds right now, so yeah. I was about to say yeah, like Chris, between I, you know like between. Like, I was gonna make a joke about the tension between the, the, I was about the tension between Ron and Hermione. I was like, we're starting at eleven years can't old. Can't they just be platonic friends? Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> Again, it's Rowling. It changes by the day. No, um, Chris. These are eleven-year-olds we're talking about. There is no change by the day. They are just platonic right now. No, that's not necessarily true. Eleven-year-olds have crushes. Okay, I'm like 90% sure that no one's crushing on anyone. Zach, who How do you hurt know, you? man? I was just like, about to ask, Peter. First, first of all, when I was 11, when I was 11 year old, when I was 
Harry Potter know that I had a crush? Like, when else? Matter if you had a crush, did Harry Potter have a crush, though? We don't know. The film doesn't say, but I expect they would. There's Fish, what the f- I don't know him on a personal level. What kind of question is that? <laughs> what the fuck are you on? You've already seen <laughs> I'm just saying, what I assume, talking about? I assume an 11-year-old boy has fucking crushes. I just want to point out, I'm like playing the movie right now, and they're sitting on the Hogwarts Express. I just see this pile of candy. I just want to say... All the conversation that we've had tonight is not is not anywhere near where I thought this was gonna go tonight. Dude, I feel like I'm on it. I feel like I'm floating. I'm not even on drugs right now. I mean, you're floating in your avatar. I'm floating, man. I I can't. Oh my god! Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Chris, what what questions do you have? Anything you want to ask? Is there anything that's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? Um, I. How are you? Here are the question. <laughs> the uh, one thing I was like, I was paying attention. To, I'm just like, wait a minute, this does tie into Fantastic Beasts in all the wrong ways. Harry should be a uh, obscurial by now. But like, I noticed that like, there was a card, the the card that Ron was reading, that like, Dumbledore didn't become. Dumbledore became famous because he defeated Grindelwald. But he hasn't faced Grindelwald yet, and in the Fantastic Beast movies, that the last one took place in 1927. Apparently, the encounter between Grindelwald and Dumbledore took place in 1945. Yes, mm-hmm. that's 19. It's 18 years mm-hmm. off. Yeah, I just, I just, I just thought that was funny. Um, in terms of questions, I really don't have any questions other than like i bet that stone comes back later and dumbledore lied because that's just the kind of person he is because he dumped harry with an abusive family (laughs) he did what the fuck i like your way of thinking chris i like like your thinking (laughs) (laughs) so i don't i wouldn't put i wouldn't put it past dumbledore to lie to harry like that like i bet the stone is still intact damn also he's super also he's super cold for like being like Hey man, we gotta destroy the stone, but that means killing you. So if you could just do that for me, that'd be great. Um, I'd also like to point out that we're gonna get an actor change in about two movies, and it's they're not even gonna question why he suddenly de-aged like twenty years. He's a wizard, and also like he turned into like a dick, dick. Like yeah, and and he like he got like well, we'll talk about that like how would I call it? like 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 a Rastafarian beard a little bit too. Oh. Like, also, guys, he's Santa. Yeah, well, he's Santa. <gasps> well, he's Santa right yes. now, dude. He's gonna it's, fucking turn into Snoop Dogg in about two movies. Chris, that is an amazing, amazing, amazing observation. When you look at Christopher Columbus's stuff, he does a also, shit yeah, like the fact that Christmas is in this movie, like he's Santa. That's the only tie. Here's the thing, though. I they transfer it to Michael Gambone because he this this actor does pass away. And um, here's here's the thing. Watching it now, yeah, this guy's looking on the side of the camera at cue cards. Pretty obvious. This guy is old. He's too old. Considering what the story would go later, he's too old. And they would get Michael Gambone. And the great thing about Michael Gambone is that he has done both good and bad guys. Um, and I like the fact that that's the thing about Dumbledore. He's when you're young and you're 11, he seems like Santa Claus. But when you're a teenager, you realize this is a skinny guy who, you know, is a little shady and he's kind of really, you know, anxious about shit that he's not telling me about. 
And then as things get really, really like war, like you can like see it on his face. And that's where that actor comes in. And I think that's when he works best. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't really have any questions so far other than like. Yeah, like, we're just getting started. Yeah. Why the hell? Like, why the hell did he dump him with a piece of family? I can't get that out of my head. It's I don't like, know. It's so, it's kind of dumb. I mean, I think double sides. Yeah. It's I dumb. don't think like, I, don't I, I hate, I hate to ruin the fun for anybody possibly listening to this that enjoys Harry Potter, but like, man, that's the first thing I thought was just like, Billy? Oh, yeah. These are the people you're going to dump him with? Like, Jesus, these people hate them. This is child abuse. They dumped him in a closet. So I think so, I think he assumed that they were nice people. And yeah. No, he straight up was like, I know these people, these uh, muggles are, like, horrible. Like, they're the worst muggles imaginable, but this is the only family he has left. And then they dropped him at the door. Like, uh, Hagrid... Okay, Dumbledore, no, man. like... The, the, the other thing... <laughs> Hold on. Sexy, hold on. sexy Jew law dick. Christ, Alex. That's recorded now. That's recorded now. The, the other thing oh. that you'll notice, is, especially in the later books, is you'll find out more why specifically they were dropped at that family. And it has a lot more to do with his aunt than his uncle. I don't know well, what movie... Sister. What? I don't sister. know what movie it was. No, it was Percy Jackson. Mom's sister. It, it's more the fact that his, uh, without spoiling too much, his aunt had ties to the magical community because of who their neighbor was, and I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not going to. Yeah, get that's spoiling. Don't tell. Yeah, don't. Say I'm not going to. No, 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 no. Here's don't my thing. Stop, stop, stop. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. The point that I'm going to get at is that there is a reason. It is justifiable. It looks terrible now, but it is justifiable later. Again, Dumbledore's I don't, plan, but I think I, yeah, I, I don't think it has to do with the Dumbledore grand plan. A lot of this has to I, do with I, there are th- I here's the thing. We'll get to people later, characters later that have excellent that that this whole overarching Dumbledore plan works perfectly for them. And it's wonderful and it's great. And it makes me ask questions. What did she know beforehand? How did she know certain things went? Some things I'm like, she had to have. She had to have. And then there are other things I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, she she figured it out three or four books down the road. I think yeah. was, she didn't know what yeah. Dumble, why necessarily Dumbledore left with that family or what she was going to do with that. But I think okay. she was going to think of a reason why later. But it is pretty fucking shady when the so, guy is. Claus. Yeah. What I was thinking was yeah. it was a Percy Jackson thing. If you well, remember Percy Jackson, like Christopher Columbus made Percy Jackson the first one as well. Yes. Um my God. Um <laughs> so the I was thinking I was thinking Percy Jackson. Everything's made by Christopher Columbus. I was thinking Percy Jackson where the reason they left him reason like that she the reason that his that um that his mom Absolutely. hooked up with such a such a drunk abusive dude was to mask the stench away from all the from all the people that are going to harm Percy, that are out to harm Percy, and Dude, that was in that was in a universe <laughs> that was in a universe where teenagers didn't turn into black destructive masses that yes, would I, destroy I, towns. Okay, that's what she said. Hold on, hold on. And <laughs> hold on here, boys. Go on, dude. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Like this is this is the no 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 no. Zach, let me finish. You don't want me to finish. Hit this in the butt now. 
No, no, no. Okay. With like, no, 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 no. We're living in it. That was a universe. That was a universe. Let him go. That was a universe where people didn't turn into destructive, like crazy, like, um, like crazy monsters that destroyed towns and all that. Like they could get away with that here. They established, albeit much later than much further down the road than this, that takes place before this, that like kids that don't grow up in loving families with, that have wizarding powers will ter- eventually turn into this and die just to become this. And then like, <laughs> like there's no, that was the riskiest. No. And that will always, that will, no, after, no, no. However, farther that i don't care what his grandmaster plan is honestly that was the riskiest decision like it was the riskiest decision maybe in all of fiction like you you got like (laughs) and all they had to do was not make that into fantastic beasts chris and 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 no offense this stupid (laughs) argument is half the reason why i didn't think we should have done fantastic beasts first is this has called (laughs) This has colored your opinion of these early films in such a dumb way. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, no, Chris, I'm not wrong. I'm not, I'm not wrong. Job. No, I'm standing I'm my ground. I'm not wrong. What? I'm not wrong for that. Wait, 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 wait. I want to hear. I want to hear Zach's point. I want to hear Zach's point again. Go ahead. Okay, Chris. I'm not. I, I'm going to emphasize. I'm going to say some possibly hurtful things here. I'm not. I'm going to emphasize well, this. I don't think you're dumb, but I think your argument's really dumb. Okay. So. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. That's crazy. Go ahead. So, I think the arg- your argument of, oh, J- the stupid shit J.K. Rowling wrote in 2016 affects that should have any justification and any feasibility on what's going on in a movie made in 2001 and not even... Oh, my God. So oh, my God. ...with Rowling, other than in a, in a, like, in, like, a, hey, does this work in the universe? Type. Disagree. Hard disagree. I 100% disagree with you on this statement. The fact that you keep using the argument of why is Harry not an obscurial is the dumbest, stupidest argument ever. But it's in the universe. It's not, no, it's not. That's a okay, thing. Chris. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, I agree with Zach in the sense that it's like it's a, why it's it's sort of like if I showed you, um, if I showed somebody a New Hope now after watching the prequels first and being like, well, why isn't midichlorians being a part of this? Why isn't anyone saying midichlorians in these movies? And it's like, because it wasn't decided until the later movies. She didn't make up the obscurial shit until later. Like, later. this is the Not first story. Not even just after later. Thought. Like, two decades yeah. later. It's it's dumb. <laughs> so, like, legit, to legit hold the story against, that doesn't work. It's a fun thing because we did watch it that way. yes. It's that funny. like, but don't hold that much weight to it. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to untie that though. Like no, that's crazy. Chris, well, that, but here's <laughs> but here's the other thing that I did want to do because like no, I'm saying that, that is, I can I can let that go, but that will always be in the back of my mind. But that that's important because that's why I watch movies chronologically. That that is fun stuff you could do. That's why I watch Star Wars chronologically because certain things in that like don't necessarily work. But like from the get go, that's I I. I think the whole point is Harry Potter did not view his torment the same way that Credence did because it was the 1920s and that woman like legit took the belt to him. This family was like, you're just a, you're just a, a dog. You're a dog. 
we're gonna we're gonna still gonna feed you. We're gonna give you shelter. You'll go to school. You'll do things. But like at home, you'll be our servant and you'll eat food too. Like what school was he going to? I don't know, but he was 11. He had to have gone to some school. Even if he didn't go to a school, I don't remember because I've read the books and I probably should have. But pu- like, there's public school system. Okay, so there you go. Like oh, the, he was still he was still a normal person who was just treated very poorly at his home. But they didn't beat him mercilessly, and it wasn't the 20s where like he was like other shit was going on. Like she was a crazy lady. This family is just like racist, really. Yeah. Sort of like if they grow up raising a, a, a black kid and they were like, fine, we raise you, but like you're another thing in our household. It's more of a racist thing, but like uh, his disposition is different. He had things that Credence did not have. He had things that allowed him to be a happier person. He just didn't, he didn't see the world the way that Credence did. Credence grew up in a lot of like, I wouldn't want to grow up in the 1920s ever. Ever. Okay. I love things so, about the 1920s, but I wouldn't. So, like, to re- as a as a light rebuttal, I can tell you why nobody talks about midichlorians in the new original trilogy. Can you tell me why Harry's not an Obscurial? Yes. You didn't make it up then. There, there, are, there are things... Be- I can tell you in, uni- well, uh, well, in Star Wars Universe why there's no midichlorian, like, mention. I... I can tell you right now, Chris, that there are things in the lore of this that we have not gotten to that are involved with Harry Potter and Voldemort specifically that are why he's not an Obscurial. And I'm sure that there are, like, Harry Potter fans that can get into the lore of what spells and stuff and happened to him. But, like, there's a lot we haven't gotten into that night. And that night is very important. And it's going to be important on their battle. And that, that's going to be down the road. And I can't give you a, a specific answer now because A, I don't know necessarily, and B, I do know that something happened that night that probably gets in the way of him being obscurial. But I think the point of the story I, is also does not view it. Shut up, Harry Potter does not view his uh, his life as uh, uh, an abuse the same way that Credence did. Credence internalized internalized it, and also it's also his family. It's like Harry Potter's different. He doesn't have like a massive amount of power in him. That's not the point of Harry Potter. The point of Harry Potter is not that he has this unbelievable power that would make him the like uh, Anakin Skywalker. He's just a really good wizard. That's it. From two parents, like that night is more important than anything else. Not how who he was or. His parents are not, like, miraculous, and it's not like he has an amazing power. He was a, a wizard in the real world. That's it. That's why the glass moved, because any wizard can do that. The school teaches them to channel it. He doesn't have amazing credence power. That's why that mountain blowing up thing is, makes me laugh every fucking time, because that's not what Harry Potter is. But that night is going to open up a lot of ideas as to why Harry Potter himself is important but it isn't that he has the same building weld amount of power of credence he just is from two parents that were good wizards and he's a good wizard in living in the real world so okay can i just say peter you picked a great episode to come back on um and i just want to say i think this got out of i think this got blown out of proportion i just thought it was a funny thing to observe that, like, this universe got prequelized, whereas, like, it may not have been as abusive as, like, Credence, but still, based on how Harry was treated, if that's how he was treated, 
for 11 years. I just think it's funny that they established this obscurial caveat in a loveless, like, um, childhood. And that doesn't apply to Harry when it applies to everybody else. It was established 15 years after this movie was made. And even I know, but that's no, 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 no. Chris, Chris, Are you telling me the prequels don't count? No, no, no. no, I get what you're saying, Chris. I do. You're talking about lore. And here's the thing. I do think it's a I bad idea. I just thought it was a funny it, thought. I know. I know, Chris. I do. I'm not, I'm not saying it's... But it is an idea that I do want to legit argue. A... I think the whole point of the Obscurial is that it doesn't happen that often and it doesn't happen to every wizard, but only wizards that have an immense amount of power in them. And it isn't just because you've been treated poorly. It's not if you treat a wizard poorly, an Obscurial could happen every time. It also happens with how much power they have. And I think the difference between Credence and Harry is that Dumbledore's brother element. Harry doesn't have, like... Like, Credence is Dumbledore's brother. He has this overwhelming power in him because it's in his fucking Skywalker bullshit blood. Harry Potter doesn't have that. He's Ray. That's the whole point. He's a normal, everyday dude whose parents fought the most powerful dude, and for some reason, they died and Harry didn't. And no one knows why, except for a few people. And we, the audience, are going to learn in eight movies. That's the point of him. He is not a Dumbledore's brother. He is a normal Ray dude. That's just the point of Harry Potter. Okay. I, that's right. an argument. I, I, get, I get what you're saying, and I know you weren't trying to be super serious about it, but that is my legit argument to that. That's why I think Credence is fucking hilarious. That's why I think that fucking shit is... That's why I think Rise of Skywalker <laughs> was hilarious. When I saw it, I'm like, you're just Harry fucking Potter. That's how you guys, fix stress. Guys, titles are important. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm drink. The point that I'm trying to make. Nice to meet you. Hold on, hold on. Tiles are important, I got. We got there. We got to the Sorcerer's Stone at the end of the movie. We got there. Okay. <laughs> got there. Right? We got oh, there. So got okay. it. Oh god. Um, anyway, Chris. Um, do uh, go ahead, Zach. So, so uh, one, I I agree with Alex in, in the sense that um, oh man, about the thing of why he's not an obscurial has to do with the the thing later in the the thing. Um, <laughs> one, I I agree with that. But two, and more importantly, I I think that you are, uh, I I again, this Beautiful. Alex is the exact reason why I think Fantastic Beasts had no business going first Zach, because it opened this question. It, I'm, I'm just glad it's not okay, me okay, arguing. Okay, okay, wait, wait, I I resigned my opinion all, on this. First of all, Zach. First of all, Zach. I see what you're saying, but Chris was not being serious about it. And the thing is, it's an argument that we can. <laughs> The reason I did it is the whole point is we're going to watch ten of these movies, ten of these movies, right? Eight. How many? Also, I saw, also there was the whole Johnny Depp thing that Alex mentioned last episode. That like I don't want to end ten movies on the saddest two minutes I've ever seen in my fucking life. A story that doesn't go anywhere and a story we don't want to fucking watch anymore. It's yeah, like right. no, like watch the two worst movies first and then get into it. Also, 
Those are two good-looking movies that make the world amazing and interesting. And then we get into this and, like, yeah, we'll see, like, Nicholas Flamel. He's in the background of this movie. He's the creepy old dude of the last one we watched, and now he's dead. So, like, great. That's awesome. <laughs> like, we, we were never going to get to any of the satisfying bullshit fan service anyway. Not Like, they're not going to fix that shit in the next few months. That's years away. So, like... Yes, watch the two worst movies first and then do eight. Like, he wasn't being super serious about it. And at the end of the day, I can argue my ass out of that anyway. So, you know. It's hard, in fairness, it's hard to to tell with Chris sometimes. (laughs) I mean, he did say literally at least five times for the record that he was kidding and he's not serious. Just for the record. Can I yeah. say something though? I, I gotta say this though, Zach. You do really love Harry Potter, and I did want to ask you, how did you? What was what was your experience like watching this movie for the first time or this time? Both, if you want to, but the first time in particular. So the first, so first off, uh, Harry Potter. I uh, to tell you my brief history with Harry Potter is Harry Potter was the first long-running novel series I had ever read, read, read as a child. I was going to say, you wrote Harry Potter? Yes, I wrote Harry Potter. Cool. <laughs> Fuck you, my man. Where's, that, where's the helmets? I'm a horrible racist. <laughs> and All that good stuff. Uh, but but, it was, but the, the, the point that I'm getting at is, so I saw this movie for the first time uh, in 2001 uh, on opening day. Actually, I believe opening week. Um, and, oh my god, I, uh, sorry, I'm watching the movie at the same time, and Ron just said up, and he got smacked in the face of the broom, and I, I love it. <laughs> great moment, great moment. Great moment. The movie has great jokes, too. Just, just smacked in the face completely. <laughs> Poor kid. Um, but, um, this was a thing that I shared with my family. Me, my mom, my sister, and my dad. And everyone else went and saw these movies. These these were the movies that we went to as family because we had all read the books and we had all been big on this. So these movies mean a lot. And obviously, as as I got older and once the the film franchise had finished, I stepped away from it. Obviously, and then uh, in the lead up to Fantastic Beasts, I got back into lore, read up uh, on all the new stuff that Rowling had written about. And really dove into that whole thing. And then stepped away when I read about what was going on with Crimes of Grindelwald and all that. But <laughs> because... Uh, I was. Because uh, last week when we saw Crimes of Grindelwald, it was the first time I had fully seen that movie start to finish. Oof. I, I had seen, like, the entire movie through clips and stuff. But, like, that was the first time I watched it start to finish, not through clips. It's fucked up. It is fucked up, um, and it's not good. And and my mom's always asked me, should she watch these movies? And I told her, absolutely not. Do not waste your time. No, no, <laughs> not now. Don't, not now. Don't no, waste, not now. Don't waste your time. But uh, no, maybe <laughs> in the future, maybe, but not <laughs> now. Maybe, but not now. Um, so, mm. uh, so these these movies do mean a lot to me because they are my childhood. That this this was my childhood even before Star Wars and before everything else. This these movies were it. These were the movies. 
Well, I th- uh, how about we do a f- uh, favorite moments for people? And then, uh, maybe some rating and then get the fuck out? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's one in the morning. Yes. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm, I'm having a ball. I'm having I'm a ball. I'm on a different planet right now. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm in, like, Looney Tunes town. I, I want to... I want Looney Tunes back in action? Accent. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Uh, it, like Zach, this Harry Potter has is a huge part of my childhood. I This is something that I've, like, bonded with my dad over. And I was telling Alex this the, the last week when we were recording uh, the episode I was talking about earlier on, on my podcast that I went to see, like, the last couple movies in, in the theaters with yeah. my dad. And it was just, like... It's just one of those moments, you know, you all, we all have, to, I hope we all have those with our parents and mm-hmm. it's just, it, 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 I try not to let the, the nostalgic feelings get in the way of like the movies themselves. But like, I personally thought that the movie was like, was cute and adorable. And I like, I like the yeah. comedy relief, honestly, like, like Hagrid, the running joke of like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, it's so funny, it's so funny to me. And then, um, yeah, I just like the small, the small little quirks and things. And like Snape, like whenever he talks, he just, has his hand open like he's gonna hold something but he never does you're always like oh my god what's he gonna grab like you know, what I, I, you're looking it's so funny to me it, i love when he looks at the thing. kids and he i love when he looks at the kids and he's like oh, it's a beautiful day why are you inside it means you're causing trouble and you're like dude man whatever <laughs> so funny i would i want to believe i want to believe i was watching this with my girlfriend and i told her that i i want to believe no i fucking know i know if i was a wizard at that school snape would fucking love me and i would love him and we'd have we'd have our little thing we'd have our little like funny jokes we always try and like be stupid and be serious and always fucking poke fun at him and he'd always like try not to smile i know it's in him i know it's there I know I can pull it out. I don't think it would happen in a year. I think it would take a couple. I know, but I work. I need work on it. Okay. He, he everyone works. wants to be Snape's best friend. Okay, dude. Well, everyone. Alan <laughs> Rickman. This is Kylo Ren. Come on, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I again, like Peter said, like it, it's hard to separate the nostalgia from from the personal family stuff, but like. These movies mean a lot to people. Yeah, they, they do. I don't want the world to die. I don't. Yeah. The, um, okay. Dead air. Uh. <laughs> well, no, no. I was gonna let I was gonna let him go, but I was gonna say my okay. favorite moment. I, I there's a lot of things I like about this guy I grew up too, but I think my favorite moment watching it this time was at the the moment where he. Uh, Hermione is going to go away for holiday vacation and the other, and she tells the other boys about the uh, library. There's a moment where she walks down the hallway and she sees them there and there's a change in musical theme. And it's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm in. I'm, I'm absolutely in. It's the halfway point of the movie. There's a shift in seasons. There's a shift in storytelling. Yeah. And it, it's like, I, I'm in it now. Okay, I'm like, if I'm not, if you reach that point and you don't want to keep going, mm-hmm. it's like, you're crazy to me. That's yeah, Once I heard that music and I was like, 
I was like, I, I, I want to keep going. And no matter, especially having known where we're going to keep going, I'm like, yeah, I'm in it. These three guys, these three knuckleheads, let's do this. Because I haven't done it in a while. I, I'm not going to lie, and, and this has to do with uh, the later movies, but like, the, especially the, the much later movies, I love the twins. Like, they're, they're so much fun, and they get so quirky and just like, they they just are they they just fuck with people for the sake of fucking with people. But like in this, but in this movie, I I've always I I don't know what it is, but I've always enjoyed like the the physical comedy of Neville mm-hmm. throughout everything. Yeah. Just like from he like glowed up as a, as a yeah. actor. he glowed the fuck up. He's sexy as hell, dude. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Okay, keep going. But, uh, also, also the brother, the the bully brother, great as well. He's uh, he plays a no armed, no leg actor in Ballard Busker Scruggs in a small story. And he's uh-huh. awesome yeah. in it. He's awesome in it. Yeah, like I, I, just the physical comedy of this movie. I've always just enjoyed. In yeah, like, it's it's just so much fun because these just these kids having fun, and there's there's no there's no there's no like anything from the kid that blows himself up and it's a constant joke all the way to the end yeah, yeah. How is he not dead how is he not dead what the fuck man yeah he so doesn't like, need a helmet he's a like to, a fucking to, to the constant joke of ron's wand always backfires on him or breaks or does something stupid like Devil falling off the broom from a very great height yeah, just the physical comedy of this movie is always been great for me and it, and a lot of this even extends into anything from the, both of the Christopher Columbus movies because they're both very similar to this where they, they all have this physical comedy and then and then we we get to Prisoner of Azkaban and the obviously the movie starts to change it gets a little bit more mature it's a little less physical comedy more character driven uh, and then we get a few character driven movies and then and then right at the end of Goblet of Fire, it starts turning into that political drama war movie. And and it, it just shifts at the perfect time where we every couple movies we, we get a shift in how the movie's plot and and what's driving things. I feel okay. Oh. Um I just saw uh, just saw the kid blow up the feather. There's a lot of blowing up. Like, how do you do that? Like, yeah, this like crazy. you guys said it earlier. Like, you guys said it earlier. Like death trap. One of what? yeah, no, I it's mean, a yeah. death trap, man. It's just, I, I I'm, be and, and I'm looking at this. Wear thing. a helmet, kids. Um, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm like watching the movie while we're talking, and this shot okay. at the beginning of the Halloween scene is like perfect Harry Potter, if you ask me. Like they're 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 they're, they're they have the camera craning down from the ceiling, and there's the jack-o'-lanterns everywhere, and they're having food, and it just looks amazing. It's so... I, you, I feel like I'm in there, you know? Yeah, And yeah, it might just be the nostalgia, but I just... Oh, I feel like I, I could eat I that food. I also think this movie won the Academy Award for Best Set Design that year, too. Dude, they killed it! They killed yeah, it. Yeah, the sets are amazing. It, I, I want like to... The cobwebs? Like, money was put into, the, into these movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So best art direction, best costume design. That's what it won for. So, like, I, 
I just, oh my god, like this movie, dude. Like, I I can't believe it sometimes. Like, just the, the, the little things in this movie, the, the 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 world that they built, the the physical comedy they have from like even from like uh, Ian Hart's character running in saying, "There's a troll in the dungeon," and they just mm-hmm. like faints and like kind of dies. Just what you have to know. Face plant. Yeah, like, the <laughs> comedy of this movie, like, gets me every time. I love it. it it's so much fun. And, and it, even the fight with the troll is, like, super fun, too. Like, every, I love this movie, dude. Like, Troll's so stupid, oh my god. Oh, it's so stupid, <laughs> it's great. It's so stupid, it doesn't even feel pain. It got a, it got a wand shoved up its nose, penetrated its brain. Or what it like, had after answer. after the it fourth movie. Work. If your wand, if whatever you're trying to, like after the fourth movie, when your wand blows up, that means you're dead. Confirmed. <laughs> um, I'd have to say <laughs> they did the Jurassic I, Park thing. Oh my god, she hides have, the stall. I'd have to say that. Um, my favorite oh man it's hard to choose like i like i really like the moment where hagrid wood at the big monster (laughs) sorry i really like the moment where hagrid comes in and finds harry when they're in that weird castle thing that just comes out of nowhere honestly um you mean hogwarts no not the no where harry's like surrogate family hogwash the hell you call me I said hogwash. Say that again, and I'll kiss you. Hogwash. <laughs> Peter, wait, wait. Peter, there's a pandemic. Jesus. I know. It's okay. I can't spread the disease. Chris, so you're saying when when um, Hagrid shows up for the first time, kicks down when that ha- door? Yes. Um, like there's that. There's McGonagall noticing that how good he is with the broomstick and how he, uh, how good he is with the broom and how he catches uh, Neville's um, memory ball thing. Uh, but then her taking him to see the uh, the Quidditch captain and being like, "Hey, he's your seeker." Instead of taking him to detention, which I thought was great. Um, yeah. Can I have a side note real quick, Chris? God, that the uh, Quidditch teacher i forget what her name is i think she's a ravenclaw i think she's one of the i could be no she's no peter she's a sith lord could you tell by the eyes (laughs) i was gonna say the eyes were so pretty i never like really looked at i never really looked and i was like damn those are pretty cool how did she get those you know she's definitely wearing a wig though that put me off yeah that that's (laughs) me I dig her, um, man. I dig her style. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to be her student. I had a gym teacher in elementary school that looks exactly like her. And the uh, fact that she was my gym teacher, I've like, you know, I had another, you know, matrix breakthrough moment. It was weird. Um, there was the scene where... By the way, she has no classified house. That's dope. Any of the lore. That's what? sick. I like Free that. Free rain. Ooh, she's mysterious. Okay. Mm-hmm. How old is she? I like. I like to be his. Uh, she was born in 1949. So you do with that as you will. 
Well, she's a wizard, yeah. so she'll... Her name's good. Peter, though. Yeah. Her name's her name Zoe, Peter. actually. Her name's Zoe? Her name's I Peter. Guess. Zoe Wanamaker. <laughs> Wanamaker what? Wanamaker? I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect setup for Peter. How he missed it the first time around blows me oh, away. American. I, really I, sw- I swear, I swear, I swear that I feel like I'm floating right now. I'm so loopy and loony, and I'm talking about <laughs> Harry Potter, and like I can't even see your faces. I've, I'm like in this weird void right now. Wanna like, damn near killed her. Oh, she was in the Fable series. That's cool. Yeah. She's American, though, which is actually really weird for this film franchise, considering that it was all British. Yes. Except for yeah, obviously some, this one actress. Some Americans grow up in England yeah. and get to go Hogwarts. No, she, she grew up in New York City. Like that's the other thing. She grew up in New York City. Fantastic huh. Beasts, that's where you find them. Underneath the sheets. Fantastic Beasts, where to find oh. them? Underneath my sheets. Huh. Yeah, but only in Mass Effect 2. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it's one thirty in the morning. Anyway, well, we can. I love That's that. great. That's great. Yeah, let, let's great because we have we've got seven more of these, right? So we can keep talking about Harry Potter. I'll go. I'll go last. Okay, uh, I I can go first. I I'm, I'm pretty yeah, confident with, with my grade. Uh, long long story short, I think it's I think it's just a fun movie. It it, it makes me feel good. It's always made me feel good, and the feel of the movie. The set design, which I'm, I really like practical props and stuff. So whenever I see drool, you know, from the from Fluffy or the cobwebs or the, uh, forgive me, I forgot the the weird room, sub room underneath, uh, underneath the dogs that the all the vines and stuff like that's all practical. When when Harry meets the centaur, like the centaur's fake, but you can tell like the some of that set's real, and you can. If you feel you I feel like I can touch the roots of the trees it's just so cool it's such a vivid thing for me like I can see the movie in my head it just you know grew up with it but I'm not gonna let that uh I'm not gonna I'm not I'll try not to let that impact the score I think I think the grade for for the movie is like a solid B if I'm letting my nostalgia like take over it's an a plus <laughs> but <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll meet in the middle and i'll say b plus okay a you know yeah yeah but i could talk about here um, for a, so. yeah i i mean you go alex go 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 <clears throat> Uh, yeah, you could uh, you could grade this over other Harry Potter stories, but they're different and it evolves on its own. Right out the gate, I think it's pretty damn good for a children's movie um, that has this underlining factor where a child has murdered twice in his life. Um, <laughs> so, hey man, they deserve um, it. they deserved it. Those fuckers it, deserved it. it. The there is the as you get older, you have to kind of deal with act, child actors talking like this and a lot of them do this and it's like okay I get it but <laughs> the world uh, the world is so magical enough 
And I would say that that makes me feel like this is probably in the realm of, mm, I think it's a solid. I've got to mute myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emma Watson. I think you're very nice, <laughs> but she's not the only one. Other people do it too. Other people do it too. Even like Ron does it. I think the I think the only one who's like like is the most natural is Daniel. Daniel's pretty natural, but even until you get to the end, where like it, like he's obviously just like it's a lot to ask. It's for. a lot for him. Yeah, it's a lot to ask for a little kid. Uh, and damn good job, like he's pretty fucking good. I love him. I love him. Uh, and I would say overall B. I'm gonna I'm gonna go B. The only reason that this could have been A is that you could focus more about like the mystery and stuff, but that's not the point of it. There's a lot of nitpicky things that I could get into with this. I think overall, you know what? Screw that. I'm gonna go um. B plus. I want to go A minus, but I think if I really thought about it in a couple of days, I'd say B plus. Yeah. I think it's better than Chambers. I don't remember Chambers too well, but I think it's better than. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there, Pop. So, uh, I agree with Alex. I think this movie is really fun, and you, you don't think too much about what's going on in the plot because that's not what it's about. This is about having a fun kids movie to just enjoy. And there's a lot to enjoy in this movie. And, and I would 100% agree with the B plus. Obviously we're going to talk about the best that the franchise has to offer. We're getting there because it's two weeks away where we're going to get a very well-known Academy award winning director <clears throat> with, I know a, which one you're talking about with a young cast who are, are starting to come into their own as actors but- with still a very strong Supporting cast that, oh my god, I just saw this quiz scene, and I saw, like, a fully animated character. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Right? Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, right. Sorry, I just, Not like, all of it aged well. You know what shot I'm talking about, too, right? It, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like a panning down, it was right before a panning down shot, because you saw, you saw one chick, you yeah. saw one chick, and you're like, oh, that's weird, and then the camera pans down, and all of those kids are animated. Yeah, like, yeah, you made a bad decision. I'm like like putting putting two animated shots like that back to back is a no no. Like when yeah. when I was explaining Spider Man, you know, like you see something, you're like, eh, it doesn't work, and then like the next shot is an actual real life Spider Man, Tobey Maguire in the suit. And you're like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's a B plus. Obviously, I the the one of the I think there's couple movies in this franchise that I give A pluses. One of them is Prisoner of Azkaban. The other one is the very last movie in the whole franchise. Mm. But I think the vast majority of the films in this series run between somewhere between a B plus and an A. And don't uh, jump the gun, man. We we got we got seven more movies here. I, I, I think I think I think some of them might change. I I I think others. I would you know in, in my personal point, I think I think Apple of Prince is terrible, and I think it's a shitty movie, but. <laughs> I don't think it's nearly as bad as Crimes of Grindelwald, but uh, I, I think there are movies I'm going to be surprised with. I think there's going to be movies I'm going to be like disappointed with. Like, I don't think I'm going to like Chamber of Secrets as much as I used to. It's it's really overly long, and there's not a lot that happens. But, uh... I don't remember. don't remember. Dude, it's 160 minutes. It's 2 hours and 40 minutes. It's 20 minutes <laughs> shorter than Endgame, dude. That And it's the second fucking Harry Potter movie. 
dude. <laughs> well, this was this was two and a half hours. Yeah, this one was two and a half. Dude, or it was like two hours and twenty. Anyway, I, anyway. Yeah, the point that I'm getting as the next one is still a kids movie, and it's almost three hours long. It's so long and so unnecessary sometimes. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. It's 160 minutes. I think it's longer than that, but like it's 160 minutes at least. I know for a fact. It is so long. The thing is, three steps, three steps the game up so much in terms of like, yeah, yes. A lot of, not just, and I'm not just talking about technical things story wise. So there needs to be a a bit of a palate cleanser. And I guess that just like the book was for Rowling. The movie needs to be too sort of a rehash of the first one for the third one to be like a okay now I think I got it. Yeah. The, the problem I I find at least with Chamber of Secrets is the book itself is is pretty much the same length as Sorcerer's Stone. I think it's only a little bit longer, but like the movie is like almost an hour longer. No, maybe not. It's like thirty minutes longer. But like, wait, Chris, did you grade it? Nope. Not- not yet, not yet. I'm oh, still, okay, okay. I'm still kind of. Last, he's last. I, I'm still talking through my grade a little bit, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a B plus. This movie's really fun. There's little things in here that I'm just like, oh, but at the same time, it it it's fun. They're, they're, it's so much fun. You just enjoy what you're seeing, and and that's that's the and that's the big appeal of this franchise. And I think. There are going to be things to talk about movie-wise in later movies, but right now, you're just in it for the fun. You're just in it to it. You're just you're just in for the ride. You're not you're not in it for any other reason. Yeah, Orphan Boy is happy now in Magical World. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Harry Potter. Chris, it's all you, man. Take the wheel, man. Oh my gosh! Drive me that. off this bridge, dude! Kill me! F minus. I, I need water because I am now going to the swing. This um, movie, am I right, guys? So, okay. Um, hold on. Oh, okay. Um, sorcerer's down. So, I gotta grade this thing. So. Hey, if you need more time to think, I'll I'll spew more things about Harry Potter, man. Do do just let me know. No, I just uh, I just like. Dude, sorry, I'm like, sorry, I'm like, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, scene. I'm just saying, like Daniel Radcliffe, like fucking doing like uh, a bowl a bowl machine. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like half animated too. <laughs> Um, what to grade this? So, also, I'm sorry. I'm actually kind of going through a mood swing. Um, so it's kind of hard to think. Um, sorry, man. Take your time. So, I overall, overall, I like that. I was just like, I don't think I'm at that level with you guys in terms of enjoyment of this mm-hmm. movie, just or this franchise, just quite yet. Like, I acknowledge that it's good. I just like, here, this is the time you have it. Guys, 
Titles are important. I'm kidding. No, I'm not doing that again. Sorry. Sorry. You didn't do it again, you jerk. You can't. Sorry. You, can't. you just did it again. What are you saying? You're not going to do it again. Um, so. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> so, um, like, this was the, at the time, this was the first movie of this franchise. There's a lot of groundwork to be covered. They obviously wanted to take this the distance as far as it'll go. Um, paid off um, in spades because starting a franchise like this is always a gamble. Um, like, it's fun. The scenes are good. Like, I wish there was more mystery. Um, I wish there was more of the mystery, like, more of, like, the plot. But I get it. Like, they're laying groundwork yeah. here, character-wise and world-building-wise. Like, that comes... If you're starting a franchise, that comes first, and that's the groundwork you have to lay, and that's the sacrifice you make. Um, Trust me, there there may be a day later when you're like, you miss the simplicity of this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get really <laughs> convoluted really soon. Um, yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of fair. That's a this was that was a great time to mention that. Um, so. I'm score was great. It was shot pretty good. They put money into this. It looks really good. Um, everybody it played their part. Play I think practical. Oh my god. Sorry. I think the practical sets really helped out the younger mm -hmm. actors because, oh, like, it's sure. more real. Yeah. Like, and it's easier to act off of and more to interact. With. They can actually interact with some of the stuff. Yeah, good point. I never thought of that. Um, so I think that was a good call for them. If you're starting, if you're building a franchise around small actors, you got to make those those sets real. Um, plus, Chris Columbus is probably a practical set kind of guy. Um, so, like the, the soundtrack was great. John Williams, I remember. Um, man, he was busy during this time. Star Wars, <laughs> freaking Harry Potter. Making coin. Um, Making coin. <laughs> King, there's Making that too. coin. So. <sighs> B minus. Well, we got solid Bs all around. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, I'm not at your guys' level. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yet, but I that's feel like. Fair. I feel like I'll get there. Man, when you said I'm gonna miss the simplicity of this, uh, that that actually took it a peg down for me. I'm like, oh geez, I messed up, didn't I? Um, <laughs> oh no, God. you don't. The whole point is you don't know. For me, right. there's a certain point where I'm kind of like, I get it. There's a good and there's a good side and there's a bad side. Like, there's just like I I make the argument that the second to last film is just like a lot of people sitting around talking about bullshit that I don't care about because oh. it's technically the first half of a book. Where the second half is a huge battle, we haven't we haven't like skipped past this. There's a battle in the last movie. Pretty much the last movie is a huge battle, and the the movie before that is a lot of sitting around and talking about bullshit that I don't care. And a lot of it is to paste together the things that need pasting in these first few right. movies. It's, and, it's, and there's like, yeah, there's a part of you that's kind of like I kind of miss Harry going to school a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, you. Like, the, the thing you'll learn, Chris, is that a lot of these movies, especially up until uh, 
pretty close to uh, Half-Blood Prince, because I think Half-Blood Prince kind of breaks away from it a little bit, but you're going to notice that a lot of these movies are going to start to feel very similar plot-wise. It's just, he starts at a place, he goes to school, the, the initial drama starts, he starts investigating the issue, he goes to more school, and then the climax is always resolving whatever the drama is, and that's going to just go book after book after book after book until uh until half uh, goblet of fire doesn't really do it because the tournament takes place and there's a lot more stuff going on there but you really don't see a break in that until half blood prince when he starts doing espionage missions with uh with other characters and then and yeah. then hollows is just not that at all because as alex said the first half is just kids sitting around piecing together the grand plan and then the second movie is just a gigantic like star right. wars level battle it, if i were to describe this to someone who had never heard of this before i would say it's a ya <clears throat> a young adult series about a kid who goes to a magical school yeah that's it every every year he goes to a magical school there's a repetition to that that gets a little redundant at a certain point for me um but i also don't think that any of these films are as bad as grindelwald all of these films at a certain point have a sense of focus to them and all of them at a certain point are genuinely nice yeah it's a terrible movie <laughs> but but yeah uh chris the thing you're gonna notice is a lot of these movies are very repetitious um the, the but it but it really makes the best of them shine and the worst of them kind of just kind of meld in with the others so it, it makes it makes it really great if you're a kid and you go to school i remember reading this when i was going to school and i'm like yeah it feels like a school year it it, it feels like i went to school with this kid it yep. really works mm -hmm. in those yep exactly and the, in fairness the last two movies do something very different but they're they're very different movies well, I'd I'd love to go around in circles about Harry Potter because we will be in the next seven episodes. <laughs> uh, I just got to say, um, final thought. Seven, at some point, toys is going to show up. Yeah, final final thought though, Chris, just wear a helmet. Um, yeah, wear a helmet. Protection is important, kids. Yeah, yeah, always wear protection. Never double up on helmets. It's just a waste of money. Yep. Oh God. All right. Well. All right. So Chamber of Secrets is next. Woo. We will. Uh, that oh, was. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. What? 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 The Skype recording stopped and then Four started hours, recording yeah. again Four on hours. its own. Ooh, that's. Oh sweet. man. All right. That's a sign. I gotta. I gotta go. Like recharge right. my batteries here. So. Chamber of Secrets is next. See you guys in the next episode. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Goodbye, guys. I love you. <laughs> you're a wizard, Chris. You're, you're a wizard. A, you're a hazard, Harry. You're a hazard, Harry. Wizard. You're a hazard, Harry. Yes. You got a bad hat, Harry. Ha! Moldywort's coming back, and this time it's personal. Lord Moldywort? Poopy what? Hey, Hashtag Nigel, Nigel Planter? Chris Hashtag titles are important. No, they're 